stretches i already uh, started recording uh, i'm not done <laughs> yeah. i'm so mean anyway uh welcome everybody to one foot on the ground this is johnny and this is ashley and today we are watching funny girl 1968 thank you thank subtitles you. are on and guess what i realized we could probably do we could skip the uh overture Ooh. Yeah, that thing's That'll cut long. down some time, yeah. Oh, shit, now i got to rewind a little bit. But, oh, get it together. Uh, sorry, I, why doesn't... You know, this is not the only Blu-ray slash DVD slash movie where you can't just skip the overture. Title. You could say title. What? DVD slash Blu-ray slash movie. I was giving you a term you could use to title. encompass all of those. This is not the only title. Isn't that what oh, I meant like, like media product, though. Not necessarily mm. the title, but like... Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like yes, how home viewing. I home know. viewing material of some sort where like it'll automatically skip to some odd part in the movie and I'm like, why wouldn't you why, why was that not a chapter? At the, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like Yeah. Like after the opening titles, why wasn't that a cut or a t- or a chapter? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, fuck everyone. Netflix, <laughs> Disney Plus, Hulu, they've all they've all adopted it. Skip exactly. intro. Skip intro. <laughs> Which I mean, we I guess we could have skipped more of this, but it's about to yeah. End anyway. You just you just brought it back to the beginning. You skipped forward and then brought it back. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, music by Jules Stein. Mm-hmm. Uh, musical numbers directed by her. Uh, some of these little names popping up here. I know a lot of these people. Uh, are you Isabel Lenart. Just naming the names that you personally know, but then not offering any. Other no, I was about to say something, and you just <laughs> what? I cut you off. Yeah, I'm, that and sounds I can't unlikely. The name now. <laughs> <laughs> The screenwriter for this actually uh, wrote this as a screenplay bazillion years ago. And, uh, That's too to... long. Yeah, it was way too long. Uh, <laughs> a little music notes. <laughs> subtitles. The subtitles. Uh, now, oh gosh, I, now I Start. have things to say. So, Ziegfeld Follies, Fanny Bryce. What were you saying about the screenwriter? Oh, I was going to say... Um, the screenwriter wrote this as a screenplay, and then they were like, well, no, we're not going to make this into a movie. And somebody suggested, hey, why don't you write it into a, a Broadway musical? And she said, oh, that would be nice. And <laughs> so they did, and um, boopity-boop, here we are. Yep, yeah, now we have a movie. All these years later, we have a movie. Yeah, the musical also starred Barbara Streisand. <laughs> yes, it did. And she was early on in the casting. Like, when they were in production and, like, going not quite finished with the musical, which is not unusual, but kind of unusual. Does that make sense? Like, yes. not they don't always keep the actors for the final product, if that makes sense. Like, when they're in workshop mode, a lot of times they'll be like, okay, that was great. Have a nice day. We're going with this person. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they chose her pretty early and kept her. Yeah, they weren't certain about her for the movie, though. No, they weren't. Well, yeah. sort of. 
the studio. Yeah, but then they were like, Columbia. Nah, we gonna we gonna use we gonna use the Strays. Well, yeah, and the producer Ray Stark, I believe his name is, mm-hmm. uh, who is actually Fanny Bryce's son-in-law. Oh, yeah. Uh, he produced the stage version, and he basically said, "Yeah, we're not gonna make this into a film if you don't cast her." And they were <laughs> like, "Okay, fine. <laughs> we can have her." And it would be it would have been one of those things where because we've talked about this in many things like many episodes were well I probably brought it up because I'm gay and ridiculous but and like I'm were they not where, where they <laughs> cast basically the wrong people in musical adaptations mm-hmm. like uh, Audrey have I mean not bad casting just wrong casting okay does that make sense yep uh, like. Uh, Julie Andrews not being in My Fair Lady. Audrey Hepburn was cast instead. We did talk about that yeah, one. Yeah, and she was... It was kind of like one of those things where everybody's like, well, why wouldn't you put her in there? Because she originated <laughs> the part. She's known for it. And, and she's they're an like, actual, well, she's like never been in a movie. Uh, and same with Barbara. She had never been in a movie before. And they were like, well, can we do this? And they were like, yeah, I really think we should. <laughs> so they did. So basically, in the movie... She portrays Fanny Bryce, who was a real woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the original funny girl. The original funny girl. And she was funny. <laughs> yeah. And it's basically all in a flashback. So we're seeing her at the height of her career. Oh, like, the movie the, opens. The, the movie opens career, that way. Yeah. yeah. Like, so she's reflecting on her life, basically, is what's going on. And, uh, oh, gosh. I did not I mean, catch that in the beginning. Yeah. And that's what she goes by the mirror. We just, uh, a minute ago, she, hello, gorgeous. Which yeah, is one of the most line. quoted lines ever. Uh, yeah, she even uh, said it when she got her, uh, her Oscar. Oscar. Yeah, yeah. hello, gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> How funny. Oh, well, she is funny. Girl. She's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I should be funny woman. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she, anyway, so she's kind of reflecting on her life, and uh, she sits in the audience at the beginning of this, and she's like, it's the one place in the uh, in the theater I've never sat. And I always thought that was kind of cute. I don't know if it's true of Fanny Bryce or not. A lot of this is not 100% accurate of Fanny Bryce, but it's cute. Yeah, well, there are a lot of, a lot of things that seem to be greatly inspired by fanny bryce life Mm -hmm. like even not sitting in the audience there was a show in 1906 i want to say it was before she before before she did uh theater actually i should probably start a little bit uh earlier she would um oh she would do little shows in her basement and like charge the local kids (laughs) a penny to uh to come watch or like a piece of fruit or whatever. Is I already have one half open. Drunk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already started drinking. <laughs> well, thank thank you for this one. Yeah, and so she she did little performances for people. She was always trying to like hustle money in some kind of way. Good for her. Yeah. There, there's a story where she um she told her coworkers 
that her or that her mother had died. I might be remembering this incorrectly or a little bit inaccurately, but her mother died. Her father was blind. Uh, they were destitute, and so they did like a fundraiser for like clo- like a clothing drive mm-hmm. for her. And then her mother found out because her mother wasn't dead. Also shopped at that store. Oh god! And <laughs> she was also like a businesswoman. Like she's had she ran. A oh yeah, I was going like, to mention bars. that. Yeah. Um, Saloons. Her her yeah, family yeah. owns saloons, and she does have a saloon in this movie. But she only has one, and they're not very rich. But in right. real life, Fanny Bryce actually came from a very wealthy family. Yeah, she did <clears throat> decent. Like her father was an alcoholic and didn't really like pull oy, in. Oy. Yeah, he didn't like rake in the the in mom the cash, was but the mother was. Yeah. Um, like she I mean, like I mean, she movie. she tried real hard. Yeah, so it's like she worked. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and so, but, but Fanny would just, <laughs> just like lie for money, just, just, just to do it, I guess. Like Good her and her brother, her. like, would go to like the first class portion of trains and like frown and like, so that the first class riders would give them like candy. Oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's just like little, little things like that. Yeah. So she was, you know, she was charging kids for her little performances. And so her and a friend wanted to go to, um, some sort of theater performance and they couldn't afford the the fee to get in and so they said that fanny said that they were actually performers because it was an amateur night oh and she okay. said that they were performers so they can get through the stage the stage door and they like she had planned on just like watching for a little bit and then leaving but one of the um stage managers pushed her on stage ah. without her knowing or her, her without her being prepared or whatever, and he's like, "All right, you're on," and just like pushed her out, and like, as the story goes, she was like panicked and like you know was gonna cry, but then uh, there were other people in the audience that recognized her and like kind of like cheered her on. People oh, that okay. people that she had given those performances to as like a kid, as a kid, okay, yeah. And so she asked the orchestra to play a number or a song that she knew, and she sang, and uh, she won amateur night. Oh, there you go. And the audience threw money at her. God. Yeah. Why, why can't we live back yeah, when people she got threw like money at people? Yeah, she got like four bucks and change. I guess I could still do that. I could be a drag queen or something. You absolutely could. I would You've love that. You've got the legs for it. I do. Yeah. I really do. Uh, <laughs> so, in the film, you know, family uh, Fanny's not as wealthy. Um, and she wants to be on the stage badly. So she's trying everything she can to get on stage. And she gets a favor to from one of the, uh, what do you call it, stage dudes. He's the musician guy. <laughs> you with the skinny legs. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he, um, he gets her on stage and she's sitting there in rehearsals and uh, Mr. Keeney's like, oh, God, what are you? Get off my stage. You're not pretty. And it was even funnier when she was getting in the back door. She, she's like, I'm one of the eight pretty girls. Yeah. And, and the guy's like, really? And she, yeah. she has a little thing that says makeup, makeup. on it. And she's like, oh, this will help. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, oh, God, I just love this so much. Yeah. This the, is the, my favorite. The real Fanny, she, she uh, won the amateur night. And I think that, like, uh, they told her to, like, come back and, like, pr- try out for other performances. She got, like, a gig somewhere, one of her first gigs. And she was not as coordinated as the other girls, and she was fired, um, but she was real embarrassed, so she told her mother that it was because she had skinny legs. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so the skinny legs are a thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, I this is I one of think. my favorite yeah. lines, quotes from the movie. What is it? She's talking about the uh, uh, the bagels. What about the bagels? On a plate full of onion rolls. You, you know the audience can't. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm a bagel on a plate full of onion rolls. Nobody recognizes me. And then she goes into the song, which is one of my favorite songs ever. What song? I'm the Greatest Star. And actually, when I was in high school and worked with the drama department for their little shows, I was Uh in two of them, whenever we were in rehearsals and just, you know, at the stage all the time or whatever, I would sing the song all the time when everybody was working and doing shit. And I would just pretend like I was Fanny Bryce. (laughs) 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 And I would sing this whole song all the time. I fucking love it. I also always thought it'd be fun if they made a, a musical called Funny Guy, and it would be about a boy who wants to be in Funny Girl as Fanny Bryce. We can do that. And I would do that so hard. I'm kind of old now, but so it would still be fantastic. Funny Grump. Funny Grump. <laughs> like <a> Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Or people are just trying to typecast you into Santa Claus roles. I don't want to be Santa Claus. I want to be Fanny Bryce. <laughs> a man with a dream. I guess I guess technically if I'm in drag or something, then it would work. But but it would be funny if it was funny guy. And I do look young when I shave, so it, it could work. Yeah. Some dye in my hair and some shaved on my face. Mm-hmm. And some like peacock outfits. Like those real feathery gigs. Oh, jeez. Well, that's another thing I wanted to bring up was costumes in this. They're not historically they accurate. They are not historically <laughs> accurate at all. And I thought that they're, was They're wonderful. But... They're beautiful. Everything is beautiful, but... Oh, excuse me, but yeah, oh, no, gross. Fanny Bryce would not have worn these beautiful 60s outfits. Not this <laughs> one. Not th- this one might be a little accurate. Yeah, well, she, she started in, <laughs> Very like, costumey, though. What? What did I say? 1906 was that amateur yeah. night? Yeah, and she was kind of big in, like, the 19... 1910 is when... I think? Uh, 1910, 1911, I want to say, she, she was with the Follies as a field Folly. Okay. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. This movie kind of portrays the whole thing as she was discovered by Ziegfeld, but she was actually very famous before she went to the Ziegfeld yeah, Folly. The, she was doing her her satire bits. Yes. <clears throat> uh, what was it? Her... The seven, se- not seven Sadies, the seven brides, everyone had their own sort of like rendition of mm-hmm. it. And she did a, she did a satire of it. That's funny. Yeah. And I so- think she, she was in, um, if you see the film Ziegfeld Follies, uh, she's in it. She's Fanny Bryce is in that movie. Just so you know. I was so excited when I found that out and I watched it. I was like, she, oh, I want to see Fanny Bryce. She looks like Kristen Shaw. When I saw her. Shaw. Remind me who that is. Uh, she was in recently. She's, she's. We're having fat tires, by the way, from New Belgium. God damn you got it. it? Do this. <laughs> well, it was more impressive. <laughs> light up like a light. Um, light up like a light. She, she did. Um, flicker and she's Louise and Bob's Burgers. Uh, she was the. <laughs> she's what now? Louise and Bob's Burgers. The Louise. girl with the bunny ears. Oh, oh, wait a minute. What are you saying about me? 
Oh yes, she's, Fanny Bryce okay, looks like Christian Schultz. She could play her. Yeah, absolutely. Holy shit! Especially that'd be awesome. when uh, Fanny Bryce was doing like the radio shows. All was yeah, it? Baby, the baby, baby thing. Snook. Yeah, baby yeah. Snooks. She like did, she like does a face briefly. that looks a lot like um, oh, Kristen Shaw. That would be. Why haven't they done that yet? Well, I don't think Kristen Shaw was alive in 1968. No, I meant like. Oh. Now. <laughs> like why aren't they doing that now? I mean, unless nobody just cares. Because about they're Bryce working anymore. on the funny guy. No, with me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck her. her. Yeah, Kristen Shaw can have a brief like cameo as you nudge her off stage and really open up the movie to. In fact, I push her out of the way as Fanny Bryce. Yeah. So that I can be Fanny Bryce. Yeah, as an alternate world. Yes. Yeah, where Fanny Bryce gets pushed and her skinny little legs get broke and she can't perform. She's in a wheelchair for the rest of the movie. (laughs) Just off on the side, like, I could have done this. Yeah. I could have been great. <laughs> but you couldn't dance your way out of a paper bag as people walk by her. Oh, God. I just, I love this so much. I love this. Um, so after her big performance or whatever, and there's just that, like, my favorite is when she's, like, she's singing or whatever on the backstage or outside. And she runs back in. She's like, Mr. Keening, here I am. And... She comes out on the stage and it's completely silent. And there's nobody there, and then she starts with the, 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 the you know, the big what Barbara, are you doing? <laughs> the, the big Barbara thing that she does, like, you know, I'm the greatest, and then she builds to that beautiful freaking. Oh yeah, they um they because not all movies are. It's like, it wasn't very common. It's a little bit more common now. Uh, but it's still not very common when they, they don't record live. No. For musicals. They actually still don't. Les Miserables yeah, yeah, did. Yes. And good for them. They, I still yeah. can't get through that because it's so exhausting. They, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they only do it. For cats, they, they don't do Ooh. like full movies. They'll do no. like some parts and some like yeah. moments. Like I think La La Land, La La Land did it. They'll, they played the piano and... Uh, while, what's her name, Emma Stone was singing so that they could, like... Because it was, like, a conversation... The song in particular, it was, like, a conversation that built into song. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, little things like that they'll do. Uh, Les Mis was a, a, the whole performance. And it was, like, a big yeah. deal. Uh, but for this movie, they had they did the first bit of... What's the song called? My Man? My Man. Yeah. I was going to bring that up. Oh. Well, well think- at the end. Because that's the last song. <laughs> which i just posted on our social media i posted it on our facebook page what my man the clip from it yeah oh i said if i i posted that if if you're not gonna watch the movie at least watch this (laughs) 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 for preparation for our podcast episode because that is one of my absolute favorite moments in cinematic history i think it's absolutely stunning it's so good i want you to know that oh, yeah, by the way, what did you think of this? Because you hadn't seen it before. That's right, I hadn't seen it before. I, well, I was, what I was just going to say was I didn't think this movie was going to be as big as it is mm-hmm. in that I thought it was going to be about a woman who's trying to get her big break on stage and uh, the song, because I knew the song um, Don't Rain on My Parade mm-hmm. was from this, mm-hmm. and I thought that was going to be somebody reject like from rejection like on the stage yeah not like her in an airport (laughs) 
<laughs> Actually, the, we're Leaving gonna we're gonna London. definitely yeah. talk about that. We're gonna talk about that, but because uh, yeah. that's a big deal in this movie. Yeah. And yeah, every version mm. I've seen of it has been a person on stage running into the audience. So I honestly thought well, I was and, going to see her on stage breaking do, ooh, in breaking chills. into the audience. I don't know about why, it. but uh, <laughs> 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 I just get chills over Barbara Streisand. But uh, no, Who she doesn't. This right here, I love this, and this is a Fanny Bryce song. Her back out. Yeah. Yeah. He tries I, to get the, the actual girl that's supposed to sing the song not to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he steps he, on the back of her dress and rips yeah. it open. Ooh! Now, she looks period. She looks about the mm-hmm. time period that should Especially be. her, uh, what are those? It's not a bloomer. Bloomers or, well, undergarments of some yeah. sort. Because basically when she was singing I'm the Greatest Star, the music director guy, he was like, oh my God, you're a singer. Like, yeah. You're not just a, a backup girl. Mm-hmm. You're a singer and a comic. And so then he pushes her out there to sing, uh, uh, oh my God, I'd rather be blue, which is, oh God, I fucking love this song. But this is the thing with most Barbara Streisand interpretations of songs. Whenever I say I love this song, I mean, you like I love version. Barbara Streisand's version of this song. <laughs> I don't think like even my man, mm-hmm. like I've heard Fanny Bryce's version. I don't care for it, honestly, if mm-hmm. I'm going to be fair i don't even even her version of it that barbara sings later on different albums or whatever i don't like it there's too many words (laughs) like the version from the film is my favorite because she does uh the first verse twice basically and it just the emotional impact of it is amazing yeah and if i ever hear the actual song it's like this is really fucking long who gives a shit just say your piece and move on and it's not as dramatic either yeah the the it's just a song. This is adorable, though. And she's so cute. And she sings it, the house down. Yeah. So good. I like the lights in the auditorium. This whole film is beautifully photographed. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, which, by the way, I, I think I've brought this up on a previous episode, maybe. But when they were going to start doing 4K restorations of films, mm-hmm. this was the first one they did. <gasps> This is the first film to be restored in 4K. Right on. And I was like, damn right it was, you fuckers. And it looks incredible. Like, this Blu-ray looks incredible. (laughs) Yeah, look at that woman's sequins dress. Seriously. (laughs) Like, you can see everything perfectly. It's so gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And I was very impressed. Very impressed. I wish they would do this with my other favorite musical movie, Thoroughly Modern Millie, with Julie Andrews. Carol Channing, Mary Tyler Moore, John Gavin, Beatrice Lilly. It's been a while since you've talked about that movie. It has been. Yeah. I actually thought after doing this, I honestly think we should do that soon. Okay. Because it's in my brain. Mm-hmm. And I really want to do it. Because <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> right on. Now, I think cinematically, this one is probably more impressive. Yeah? Than Thoroughly Modern Millie. Yeah. Thoroughly Modern Millie, to me, is just nostalgically good, and it's super fun to sing along to. Okay. And, because I've talked about it before, we could talk about it when I do the episode, but it was basically my babysitter for a long time. (laughs) Because my mom recorded off of uh, Late Night Disney at some point, because she knew I wanted to see it so badly. Because I remember as a child, my mom would watch these kind of films all the time. And in fact, this one was one that we had seen as children because my mom. And 
I remember specifically, I was like, oh, Mom, I really want that movie where the lady's boobs pop out. And if you haven't seen the movie, you won't get that reference. But her boobs don't actually pop out. But she gets a corset to flatten her chest because it's more uh, fashionable to mm. not have big boobs. And then her uh, corset breaks while she's buying cigarettes and her boobs, like, Pop inflate out. basically ah. and her beads go flying and <laughs> it's fantastic <laughs> and I would always say I want to see that boob popping movie mom so she recorded it for me when I anyway and uh, my sisters would go to swim meets all the time and be away from the house and my mom would just leave me at the house of course which let's not there was a time where that was no. There was a time where that was not. But basically, I used to all sit at I home did, and watch Scream all day. I would watch <laughs> Thoroughly Modern Millie yeah. over and over, and like as soon as it was at the end, I'd rewind the movie and watch it again. That's pretty on brand for you. Uh, seriously, yeah. I have seen that film more than any other movie I've ever watched in history, like thousands of times. I can recite the entire two hours and eighteen minutes of it. Wonderful. It's fantastic. <laughs> anyway, and here we go with uh, Nikki Arnstein. Yeah. Nikki Arnstein, Nikki Arnstein. What a beautiful, beautiful name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, yep, that, that happens. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that I did that once in front of, oh God. Like, was it, it in had, front of a cute boy? No, it had and to And they boyfriend. were like, uh. And they honestly were like, shut up, what are you doing? And they didn't get it. And then we watched this later and that happened. And they were like, oh, that's what you keep doing. <laughs> <laughs> because I do that all the time. What a beautiful, beautiful name. There she is. Yeah. When I when I first saw this, because we were talking about. Uh, before we recorded, how it was, it's kind of edited funny in uh, in ways. Mm-hmm. So when I first when I was first watching this and it froze there and did the Nikki Arnstein part, um, I you thought, thought it froze. I thought that there was like a yeah, I thought there was an issue. Yeah, that's funny. And I was like, oh no, it's an artistic choice. <laughs> they actually yeah, there is some weird. I mean, I don't notice it quite as much because I just enjoy the movie. Mm-hmm. But there is some weird editing in this. Well, yeah, movie. it looks like the frozen bit looks like an afterthought. Because, it probably was. Yeah, but honestly, they do yeah. it again like later on. Well, and that's the thing. Like on stage, that just would have been an aside to the audience. She probably yeah. would have turned to the audience and done it. No, that's well, not, they I could have just, I, like, sat it on her, and he could have been talking about, like, nothing that we hear about and had her Which VO. does happen in some movies, like uh, in Thoroughly Modern Millie, for instance. <laughs> like, she starts singing Babyface, and John Gavin just continues his monologue about, I don't know, paper Stuff you clips don't care or something. About, yeah. And you're know, like, whatever. But it just mutes him out, and she starts singing. Yeah, and then you also get the sense that... She's not necessarily focused on his words so much. Yeah. Like, it's about her being infatuated with this guy with the ruffled shirt. Now, can I say something? No. We're done with you We're talking. We're done with me talking. Okay, yeah, well, it's I'm now done. on to me. Just, you just sang the whole movie for me. <laughs> I, there's not a lot of songs in here. For two and a half hours. Actually, you know what? I was thinking about like that, too. There's, like, six songs, and only one has another person that's not Babs. Which isn't like a problem. Well, and that well, the first song in the movie is the the mother and her poker group or oh bridge yeah, group. I remember thinking about how that um, reminded me of Music Man. I was hoping it was going to be like a Music Man situation. Well, okay, so that's the thing. Like the musical, the, I was about to bring up the the musical version, the Broadway, the show, mm-hmm. the stage. Uh, after well, first of all, 
Uh, there she goes again. There, yeah, there's that. This. He's got pollen on his nails. Freeze, friend. <laughs> I, I, I love how she so just much. like shakes his hand. She's like, so Aww. fantastic in this. Oh, uh, God, there's so many things. Okay, so first of all, Keep so the stage musical, uh, it was her first Broadway show mm-hmm. ever. No, I'm sorry, not. It was not. It was her second. Don't uh, she lie was, to, uh, it, um, lie to me and all the I ears. can get it for you. Wholesale is her first one. And if you've never heard that, please look up, at least look up her song and listen to it. Because she had one song. One, well, she had a couple songs that she sang mm-hmm. on, but she had one solo song. And it is so fucking good that it's like, well, no wonder she got noticed. Because <laughs> she, she basically carries, because I've listened to the entire cast recording, and she definitely carries that musical. Like, you're waiting for her part, basically. Um, anyway. And then uh, she got this. And this was the last time she was ever on Broadway. Because she has horrible stage fright. And she was she basically wanted to become famous to be in films. That sounds... She did not want to. And she actually doesn't enjoy singing. Is that not the weirdest thing you've ever heard? Well, maybe it's just something that she was good at, but... She, but she, well, singing, she's obviously good at it. Yeah, but, like, singing, um... She actually just, I mean, she, it's like a... What do you call it? Like, it kind of brings you to the center like of attention. It's RuPaul and drag. RuPaul does drag to make money. Like, that's his job. Right. He does not actually, like, lounge around in ladies' clothing and all dolled up. What? Like, <laughs> he doesn't actually prefer to dress that you know what i mean like yeah. that's why on rupaul's drag race you'll see him in his suits and everything like because he, he prefers to dress as a man he gets that money when he starts putting on the drag mm-hmm. and barbara streisand that's basically the same thing she doesn't really get enjoyment out of it like you would think she would because she's so good at it yeah, it's just she's a job. like it's a job like this is what i'm gonna do i and mean she you know likes what? it when she's she's, with, she's you know. allowed to of course yeah um, and she, like I said, she also has stage fright, so she oh, doesn't love really it. Like... Gray and checkered poncho. Oh, it's fantastic! I love it's it. Oh, so basically, <laughs> she got a tele. They got a telegraph, and like, she was coming home, and because <laughs> she lives in the slums, yeah, kind of. And whenever the telegram comes to this area of mm-hmm. of her neighborhood, which, like I said, fictional because she was actually quite wealthy in real life, but uh. I want, I want, I was, not, but she, not, I wouldn't say it was white collar. Do you, would you? I wouldn't what, say this was, class of people? No, her in IRL. Before she was, before she. Are we talking about Barbara or are we talking about we Fanny? We're talking about Fanny. Fanny would have been. I, like, I think she was still part, like, well, her family class, was still part think, of the working yeah, class, but, but she just, wasn't like, she wasn't they weren't destitute. dead broke. Yeah, yeah no. They yeah, were very no. successful yeah, with the businesses. I mean, yeah, her, she was bringing like food to like, her poor friends yeah, sometimes, yeah. but now Barbara, on the other hand, mm-hmm. I don't think I think she was from the other side of the tracks. You see, <laughs> uh, she was in, from Flatbush, I believe. I don't know what that means. It's a it's a a place in Brooklyn, New York. Is it for poor people? Yeah. Okay. Uh, at least I think. Oh, goodness. I mean, I could be wrong. A New Yorker should probably tell us. Uh, <laughs> I love which <laughs> I haven't <laughs> suffered enough. And I, <laughs> she's so dramatic. <laughs> I haven't suffered enough. I want you to know, before we move on any further, when I was watching this movie, I was like, of course, Barbara Streisand is John's spirit animal. Oh, God, yes. Without like a doubt. Like, hiding the snowballs, being like, 
Like somebody, so if, if someone were to tell you to be um, the, the the star of the show, you'd be like, oh no, that's yeah. not for me. That's not my role. No, 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 no. I should be in the back with all the other. Yeah, 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 and just like some little jokes that she makes from time to time, how she gets super excited about things. Yeah, I'm like, oh, we're gonna get into that when she gets super excited when she sees Nick at her house. Mm-hmm. Ugh, yep. I tell you something. But yeah, we'll get to that. See, we'll get there, to it. there, there. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is one of uh, Fanny's songs too, Second Hand Rose, and I love this song. Again, Barbara's version. <laughs> <laughs> Because she's so nuanced the way that she delivers a song, the lyrics of a song. Like, you know what I mean? It's not just, it's not flat. And I've said this, I've said this a lot in modern uh, music. Mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of people really do a whole lot that's exciting vocally. I mean, I think there's some good singers. But like, if you ever listen to Barbara's first few albums, she does spectacular, bizarre things with her voice. Like when she's... I don't know how to explain I really don't know how to explain it. Like, you just have to listen to it and you'll know exactly what I mean. Like, she just does these weird, complicated kind of things vocally where you're just like, oh my God, that was so much fun. Like, <laughs> I wish I could do that. Like, do you know what I mean? And like, yeah. nowadays, I don't think anybody really does anything like that. They just, they sing a good note. That's good. Do you know, but they don't have any personality in it. There's no fun in the vocal. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, she's, she's got the job with Ziegfeld Follies, and mm-hmm. she just did her little uh, secondhand rose, and Ziegfeld mm-hmm. wants to put it in there, but then he's also like, well, I also want you to be on this number here. And she's like, oh, shit. Yeah, she's playing, she's the playing like the, the big role. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's up above like God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. This is me right here. Yeah, Mrs. yeah, you, you, you're, you're like Mrs. waving Mrs. until somebody notices you. I do like, that. You're making I actually your... raise my hand at work all the time, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John, I've seen you raise your hand on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I raise my hand. Yeah. Mrs. Sigma, Mrs. Sigma. Yep. <laughs> and just with the same with the same flick of the wrist, yes. like not up and down but side to side, yeah. with fingers like moving up and down. Yeah. In fact, that's, that's probably where I get it from. Is this movie? You know what? One hundred percent. Yep. Like I said, I grew up watching these things, so uh-huh. a lot of this stuff is just like I feel like if you watched a lot of the films that I watched as a child or listened to the same albums I listened to as a child. That's you'd a lot of probably things. Probably get me, like you'd understand where all of this comes from, all of my weird stuff that I say or my behaviors or my gestures right. or quotes that I do all the time. Like you get it. I mean, doing this podcast, you can definitely get Nobody's the quote. Nobody's watching the things. Watching the what? <laughs> watching the movies. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I also not. love. Can we talk about the subtitles real quick? What about it? Oh, know? how they! I love how they're dropping. They're in front dropping of the character. in front of the characters. The character that's speaking. And I speaking, think that's yeah. fantastic. I mm-hmm. I just I noticed that earlier, but I. Yeah. Uh, they yeah started on stage with the, her and the. Do you know? I've been watching the Harry Potter movies this weekend. Okay. And 
I had to put the uh, subtitles gross. on because the special effects moments of those movies are so fucking loud <laughs> that I have to turn it down. Like, I can't hear them if I turn it down. I'm like, what? What are they saying? <laughs> Even though I've watched them, like, who knows how many times. But I'm like, I can't hear them. What do they say? So I turned on the subtitles and just kept it low. Because <laughs> I was pissed off that I couldn't hear them when I turned it down for the stupid special effects moments. In the, I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous how loud those moments become. I mean, yeah. in a theater, I'm sure it's fine. But oh, no. it, they should balance it out for home media. I remember. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I get that. Like, I don't want my neighbors to be blown away because I'm trying to watch a goddamn Harry Potter movie. <laughs> <laughs> They're just mad, like, our nerd neighbor again, watching more of the Harry Potters. I think he's trying to finish the series. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Probably going to finish it tonight. Uh, well, 28 Days Later was a really loud movie. And but only in certain parts. That's what I'm saying. Right. No, like, the, and that's how they built up the intensity. Right? They were using sound to kind of, like, I mean, get, make, elevate your stress as well. And, I, but, I mean, I, I get it. I, I, sound design is beautiful. I get well, it. Well, yeah, no, no, no. But, but at the same uh, time, like, it works in a theater. No, John, I'm, I'm here to tell you right now that 28 Days Later was too loud. Okay. <laughs> or maybe 28 Weeks. Because I was working at the theater at the time of 28 weeks, maybe also 28 days, but 28 weeks definitely um, because I could hear it like in the hall of another auditorium. So if another movie next to it wasn't also loud, you could hear 28 weeks later. I actually, I actually hate when that happens. Yeah. Because you, I mean, if you're in a theater watching like some nerdy like, ass movie like, like if me. you're watching like Lions for Lambs. Something like that, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and next door they've got Transformers or some shit. You're like, God damn it! Yeah, and like, and then, the and whole then it's like buildings a, rumbling. Like, and you've got like a small geez, tense scene, I'm and Meryl Streep's like whispering something into her glass, <laughs> and you're like, What did she say? What is happening? Because <laughs> you're like, <laughs> theme song to 28 weeks later. <laughs> so now they're doing this ridiculous Zigfeld folly. These outfits are definitely not the period. These are the, the wives, the right? Yeah, these are I the, the I want to say seven brides for seven brides. brothers, but that's not what this performance it's is It's a called. bride for all the seasons, I guess. Yeah. The, it's so ridiculous. The, the seven brides for the seasons, maybe? Maybe it's oh, not seven How brides. Many seasons it's are probably not four? seven. Well, they go through. Well, I don't they've know, got whatever. like the so they've got the marital bride. Um, I don't know the mostly nude bride. <laughs> they're all mostly nude it's ridiculous yeah. I did love I loved I, I was reading something and they were basically talking about how Barbara I mean at the time that this came out in 68 Barbara was not I don't know how to explain it. she was unconventional in her beauty yeah and like, so was Fanny she, Bryce. she was not yeah definitely She, but they were she was not what you would typically see as a leading lady in a movie mm-hmm and all of a sudden you got this beautiful, I mean, uh, this is, in retrospect, I think we can also agree Barbara Streisand is very beautiful. Yeah. But. Absolutely. And I obviously always thought that. But, <laughs> but at the time, it was not a conventional thing to see somebody like her in a film like this. And, but the best part about it is that you've got all these technically beautiful women, but they're all completely um what do you oh god i'm trying to think of what i'm saying here they're 
void of any kind of. Uh, we 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 what really lose them in the background when Barbara Streisand comes yes. on screen. Well, you lose them in the background no matter what. Like this whole sequence right here, I could care less if this was in the movie. Just cut to Barbara because <laughs> because this is also boring. wait. I like wheat season though. I Look like her that. her crown. That Hold the horn of plenty. <laughs> I would like the way that woman says that. Hold the horn of plenty. Yeah, but we, yeah, none of these women are memorable. No, not at all in any way. And it's because they're so. What, do you, I, what am I saying here? Generic. They're generic. They're not interesting. Mm-hmm. They're just completely boring. And you could tell that you could not have a conversation yeah, with any of these women at all. It's just a bunch of for boys. The woman that you would have a conversation with would be Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Like, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, none of these women would be interesting to talk to. But Barbara would. Yeah. And that's what I think is beautiful about this film in particular, is that you do have all these beautiful women, but you're not looking at any of them because it doesn't... It, who cares? Mm-hmm. And this is a hysterically beautiful moment in the movie. Yeah. Where well, she's I, supposed to be the big bride at the end of the musical number that starts to sing the big vocal part. And when she <laughs> turns to reveal that she's pregnant, <laughs> which is not good. <laughs> yeah, well, because uh, Fanny, uh, well, Barbara's character was feeling super insecure about She's like, I can't sing the lyrics. I am the beautiful reflection of my love's affection because people will laugh at me because of the way I look. Mm -hmm. And so she basically made it so that she just made it so that the audience was laughing with her and not at her. Yeah. And that made me mad. Why? Because I wanted her to accept herself as she is. I mean, and not, and not make a joke of it because because Babs, you got some talent. She of course And does. that's what the well, Zigfield fellow but, was telling but, 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 her. And he was like, I just want you to sing. sing well, she's it also as not as tall as these women. It's hysterical to look at. I mean, <laughs> it is all, funny. I don't know if she's not wearing heels, but all the she's women are flats. also uh, super tall, but also in heels. And look at the way she's just. I mean, but it is funny. Sure, it's, it's funny. It's very funny. It's funny, but I wanted her and the way that to she, love herself. The way she enunciates all like... Oh, I she am. is wearing heels. <laughs> like she, she, she says, like, I am a beautiful reflection of my love's affection. Well, yeah, to her she's about, being, like, it's like, sarcastic, funny. yeah. Um, but I do love that later in the film, when she actually does get pregnant mm-hmm. for the first time and she's going to have a child, she sings the song legit. And I kind of love that because now she finally can say, I am a beautiful reflection of it. You know what I mean? Like she's, yeah. she finally sees the beauty in her. Yes. Her, Fanny Bryce herself. never did. Yeah. Fanny Bryce ended up getting plastic surgery. Oy vey. Well. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. And you know what? They were like, we still want you to be the funny girl. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I think she got it. I think she got worked. I think she got worked on on her nose. Um, because she didn't want it to be, like, a sight gag, like, as she felt it always was, mm-hmm. and she was, like, playing into, a, like, a stereotype, and, uh, they were like, you're, you're the funny girl, um, we're gonna just keep giving you funny girl roles, so. Yeah. Yeah. I say go with it. You gotta I make mean, money? she she Go did. Like, I think it was uh, when she was doing radio. It was like maybe when it was like in the forties. So mm-hmm. she must have been in her fifties, maybe when she did she it. She was fifties in the forties. 
right? Oh, I don't what know. Time, what, what time? What time oh, of day was Oh, you know what? Born? Never mind. You're right. Yeah, that would make sense. Now, okay. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, Barbara Streisand. Uh, they actually encouraged her a lot to get a nose job. Yes. And she said, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because for the main reason she said no was because she's like, it might affect my voice. I have no idea if I could sing if I did this. Isn't that what Michael Jackson used as his excuse for his nose job? No. To affect his voice? He was like, so I can hit higher notes? What? No, I've never heard that. Pretty sure there was like interviews with him. I have never heard him say that. With him being like, no, I got a dib because, you know, I needed to breathe more. (laughs) Give me a fucking break. Hey. I mean, I mean, just I say that you didn't like your nose. Your dad teased that's you about your fucking nose. embarrassing, John. That's why you fucking did it. I'm pretty sure that's what he wrote about in his autobiography, which is right there on my shelf. <laughs> Moonwalker by Michael Jackson. Uh, I'm pretty sure he, he mentioned the fact that his dad would constantly tease him about his nose. Yeah, maybe. And that's why he had it done. Well, then... And then just maybe kept she was in her thirties when she had it. She was already doing radio when she had it done. That's not entirely smart. I mean, nobody can see you. Well, she. I think she tried to go well, back. for publicity, I guess. Maybe she did it in nineteen twenty-three. She died okay. at fifty-nine in nineteen fifty-one. She died at fifty-nine. That's so young. In nineteen fifty-one, um, you think fifty-nine is young? I mean, isn't that young no matter what year it is? I mean, maybe if you're a caveman. Or Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> what? How long do people live? I don't know. What's the average lifespan back then? I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. That, I think to that's me, kind of young, I thought, to me. may have been old. Oh, I wouldn't uh, think gross. that. I'd say 70. What was the, what was the senior age in the 50s? I mean, 40s. I feel like, in, in, I mean, even recently. That was also the if time you watch something, she lived no, through, oh, World War Two. I feel like in in my lifetime, 40, at some point, would have been an old person. Like, in movies especially, and, and depicted and stuff. 30, 40 would have been old. I'm 40. I don't feel, I feel like I'm just out of my teen years. If I'm going to be honest. Maybe it's because I haven't grown <laughs> life expectancy for men all right for white men oh, for <laughs> in white 1950 men. was 67 <laughs> oh, for white men mm-hmm. is that really what it says yeah oh my god for african american men before born before 1950 the life expectancy was 59 why uh i don't know maybe the oppression really Aged people faster. Oh God! Because like it was during like white people wars. Oh my was, God! It was during uh like there were when did when was the Great Depression? The thirties. Mm-hmm. And World War Two. I don't know. <laughs> the forties. <laughs> sure. Um. God, I'm an ass. And there's there was like some other thing in the twenties. So I was assuming that these people weren't living. I didn't. Hey, the sixty-seven, I thought was pretty. Old. I mean, I guess if, if you're uh, honestly, I was I shit, was expecting it to be maybe, fifty. Maybe if you're talking about that kind of bullshit, then the average would go down because of the wars and starvation and shit. But I feel like just in general, 
if you're eating and you're not going to war, then you should live a longer life. Um, right? I mean, look how long Ramses II lived, for God's sakes. And he was ancient Egyptian. He's he, like 90-something. He had people at his beck and call, I assume. God, well, I don't know anything about them. Like Ten that. more rows. Uh, 62 in the 1940s. This is old. This is, all right, so I, I think these... Are a lot older than what I was expecting the age expectancy to be. I was expecting it to be in the 50s for sure. 1910 was 49. 1920 was 54. 1930 was 60. 19 what now? 1930 60. Okay. Uh, in the 2000s, uh, 75. Really? God. Oh, white women are 80 though. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Black women are 75. Why does race matter? That's very strange. I mean, maybe, like, I don't... Doesn't matter. I mean, this is all very morbid. So... <laughs> so back to the movie. Uh... Yeah, 1947. That was something <laughs> that dress, I, uh, I love this dress yeah. she has on here. It's so, so pretty. Now this is, it's one of those things where this dress kind of, it's like, it's like if a 60s fashion designer was designing gowns to look like they're from this period. That's exactly what her outfits look like. Do you know what I mean? Almost like the, 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 the Met Gala. It's like, we're doing the 1910s. And this is what they would show up in. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's not like it's actual time period. And her hair. Just looks like she's wearing different versions of grapes on her dresses. She doesn't wear a lot of grapes, doesn't she? She, well, she wore, like, actual grapes in the beginning. Yeah, they were actual grapes, yeah. Yeah. Her hair, too, by the way. Yeah, her hair was, uh... Is very not period. What is it, um... A milkmaid braid? Right now, yeah. Yeah. Now, later in the film, the second half of the film, she has this bob haircut that I, to this day, wish I could have. Why don't you? I want that haircut. I don't know, because I'm a dude and my hair doesn't do that. John, we were just talking about wearing women's clothing. True. Which I totally would. So I don't understand why you can't have a bob haircut. Yeah, why can't I wear... Skirts. I would feel much better. Just I'd have do a it. breeze up there. It'd be fantastic. I've seen men wear skirts. I probably should. Even Fuck like everything. just start. If you want, just start it off with like a like a kilt situation. Yeah, pleats. Ugh. I don't know. Maybe. And then you could just work your way up. So people people are like, eh, all right, it's cultural. And then. You just like to start wearing like business skirts, <laughs> like like power suit bottoms, but like and skirt heels. form. Yeah, I actually okay. do think I would. I I think heels would make me so happy. Just wear them because I'd be taller. You know what? You could probably make good money breaking in heels for other women. I have big feet though. What are you saying? Other women don't have big feet. I how big if are they, your feet? They'd be freaking tall people. I wear like a size what. Uh, for women's shoes, I think I wear a 13. Yes, you can find 13s. I actually can't. I've looked. 
I go to shoe stores and I'm like, I'm just gonna check and see, because <laughs> I, I I would love some heels. I mean, look, I have some heels right there. Yeah, no, I've seen you. Oh, yes, I've seen you in those. Yeah, those, those are those are big heels. They're big ass heels. Those though, are. That's not what I would wear. Those day are to like day. seven inch heels. Yeah. I would wear if I. I mean, if I actually did start wearing heels, I'd wear just like um, what is that, Jonathan Van Ness on Queer Eye for the Straight Guy or Queer Eye, whatever it's called now. Long hair, hair stylist. He wears like these boots with heels on them. I'm like, that looks comfortable, logical kind of heel for a man. I think that should just be a thing. Write to them. Write to them? What do you mean? See where you got them. I mean, true. I actually did look up heels and I just couldn't figure out how I would begin this process. I don't even know. I'll find you heels. You find me some heels. (laughs) I need another beer already. Me too. Okay, let me go grab some while you listen to people, people who need people, all the luckiest people. This is not even the hundredth time you've ever serenaded me with some kind of powerhouse diva song. (laughs) Children. Mm-hmm. Go get the beauty another children. <laughs> Carry on. Oh yeah. So now we're at a part in the feature where Nick is trying to woo uh, Fanny. And I'll have you guys know that IRL, Fanny Bryce was into a fellow named Nick. And it was what's his last name? Arnstein. Nick Arnstein. And Wait, she, no, she was the, she was a powerhouse of a person already. And Nick Arnstein uh, was a con man and a gambler. Oh <clears throat> man, that was. So lame. I can't do this. Not, uh, yeah. Sorry guys. You want me to do the next one? Yeah, here, you try it. Okay. Okie dokie. I like this bottle opener. Yeah, I bought it at a. Oh my, my, my baby like hands. Weird. See, the caps are weird on these. Because I, I, I um, pop these things really good for them. I do like this bottle opener. I got it at, um, where did I get that? It was did at you a, get it from my Uncle Bill? Because this looks like something Uncle Bill would make and put on his head. It's fantastic. No, I, I bought it at a, um, a beer shop, like one of these hipster places. Uh-huh, yep. And They're always taking there was inspired ideas from Uncle Bill. box of these old-ass fucking bottle openers that were all similar to this. Uh-huh. Rusty as fuck. In fact, this one was rusty when I got it. And yeah. I was like, I want one of those. So I grabbed It's fantastic. It's a great bottle opener. It's nice. And it's always on my nightstand because you never know when I want a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the kitchen. On my nightstand. That uncle I was just mocking, uh-huh. um, I just had a revelation. Uh, that's not his name. He's actually my uh, grandfather. But I thought Uncle Bill was, uh, was a better title. In any case, he always carried a spoon on his key ring. Just always had like a, a spoon or a spork. For what? Or whatever it was. Just for in case he needed a can of beans. You know? He just oh. always carried it on him. And okay. if my mother knew this, she would call me Uncle Bill. Real quick. Um, I carry a, a titanium spork. With me that has a bottle opener on one end. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. So uh, there's, there's that. There's that real time moment that I shared with you guys that I am as uh, redneck as a uh, Bill. I like it. Yeah. Oh look, Pabst, mm-hmm. Milwaukee. Uh huh. Did you see that old advertisement? That was fantastic. It was lovely. Uh, but yeah. So Nikki Arnstein. 
Oh, yeah, what are you he, saying about him? I was saying that he um, approached Fanny, and Fanny had married. Um, oh, Fanny was, in this movie, she's single. In real life, Fanny Bryce and Nikki Arnton were both married to other people when they met. Yeah. yeah. Well, her her <laughs> her marriage to the first guy was, like, they kind of dated uh, very briefly, but it was kind of a marriage just, like... Her parents, if I'm recalling correctly, it was just kind of like, eh, do you want to just kind of like do this? And they're like, eh, yeah. else, whatever. It wasn't like very romantic. And so she married him just because like, yeah, what else? Like, what else am I doing? Yeah. You know, then I'll, then I'll be um, a wife. Then I'll be a Sadie. Mm-hmm. A Sadie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got to talk uh, about Sadie, but that's later. And uh, yeah. And so when uh, she met Nick, I think because her her previous husband just kind of left. He just kind of dipped out. So she, she wasn't really with him yeah. anymore. She may have been but technically married, but Nikki, he was just gone. Nikki had a wife. Yeah. An active wife. Yes. Who and actively sued. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Which what, God, what was it for? It's it was like um it was alienation of, of affection. Yeah. Yes. And it was uh Basically, she like, was you saying Fanny yeah, stole yeah. my husband. Yes, Fanny stole my she husband. She stole my man. And did she win? I think Fanny paid her off just to, like, get it to stop. To get it to stop, yeah. But Fanny but paid they, for a lot of stuff did, just in general. Um, they, they did leave their spouses of sorts. And, well, actually, Fanny probably already did. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and Nikki, Nikki yeah. was in jail for a yeah. long time, too. Yeah, so Fanny, um... And also, in the movie, Nikki is kind of, like, proud, which is a big deal in the movie. Like, he's very proud. He wants to make his own money. He doesn't want to have yeah. to live off her... But in real life, Nikki <laughs> Arnfield was perfectly happy spending her money. He had yes. no problems with the fact that she was wealthy. And Nikki Arnstein was not attractive in real life. <gasps> he wasn't? No, he was not. Well, I mean, I, all right, so well, this is going to be a real hot take. I don't <laughs> think this guy's um, as attractive. I, I, I was going to say that, too. <gasps> I, I thought he was your type. No, absolutely not. I don't think he's attractive, well, and I don't get... I can just, get... like, see his, like, creepy smile, he's so like, creepy in the corner in the over there. Like, he's just there. sitting <laughs> in the background. Just, like, weird. I feel like it's we're not the only people in the world that think this. Because I don't think he's attractive. Well, also, when we met him, I was like, that's, that's a scummy guy. Well, yeah, he looks like he would be a swindler of some sort. And he is portraying an IRL swindler. A swindler, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to be But, mean like, the movie is very forgiving. I feel like maybe, honestly, mm-hmm. let's let's say this. If he didn't have that stupid mustache. Oh, he'd probably be more He'd handsome. be way more attractive. And his, to me his anyway. smile wouldn't be so creepy. Yeah. Yeah. And also... Because, see, look. Take we, off that mustache. Mm-hmm. Right now. And the ruffles. And, well, and the ruffles. The ruffles don't work for him. No. No, I love ruffles. Like, I could see him being a handsome man for sure. <laughs> and I would absolutely have sex with him because I would have sex with anybody. But <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. But take off that fucking mustache and give me some of that bread in that window. <laughs> <laughs> So good. much bread in that window. <laughs> Look at that beautiful bread. Yeah, it's, it's, it's huge. Look how big that fucking bread is. They bake it fresh daily. Fresh daily. It's in the fucking window for how long? Well, that's probably the bread that window? goes down to twenty five cents, or probably cheaper. This is well, this is nineteen ten. Yeah, yeah, because like what she negotiated, he negotiated for like a hundred dollars a week. Oh yeah, that was the thing. Like he basically 
bet on her job. She's a gambler. He's a gambler. Yeah. And she's like, wait a minute, you just bet on my job? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, what if you didn't win? But you did. Well, That's not... good for you, but what about me? What if, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. He didn't think about that consequence. Well, I think, honestly, this is another thing, and this is terrible of me, but I don't like the color of his eyes. And I know that's a that's natural he thing. Can't he change. can't change. Well, he could, he could, he could take off the mustache. He could definitely take off the mustache. But I don't. I don't know what it is. But I just don't think he has pretty eyes either. And that's the thing that people always say about him: is like, oh, his eyes are so beautiful. And I'm like, really? Barbara's eyes are prettier. Yeah, I was. I was literally just thinking that. I mean, we are on a shot. Look at that. Where, Look yeah. at that. He looks creepy. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah, dude, he has guy. like soulless eyes. Because yeah, yes. <laughs> now maybe they're different in person. Perhaps. Perhaps. Perhaps if because, I like, were Prince, there and I'd Prince, be like, oh, in, Prince in photographs never capture what his eyes were actually like because I've seen him in person. Oh my goodness! And they looked me in the eyes, <laughs> and that was the most we had a moment. few seconds of my entire life so far. Anyway. Uh, I've never in my life seen anybody that could look at me like that. And I was like, <gasps> like what? I actually <laughs> stumbled and had to hold the railing of where I was, I was walking. I was like, oh, my God, what? And I finally got it. Like, oh, my God. That's what me, people mean by when you look them in the yeah. eyes. Like, you know, he's gorgeous. Yeah. Now, but that's a thing. Like, in photographs, you can kind of tell the prince is, he's got some good eyes. <laughs> but they're not like they're not like they don't really capture what I saw yeah. in real life. So I I mean maybe it's the same for him. Maybe he actually in real life those aren't pretty. I don't know. I always imagine like what about like Erica Badu because her eyes are piercingly fantastic in photographs. What is she like to look at? Her life? <laughs> pass out left and right when she walks by. I, I've had a person that I had to interview, um, and somebody else made a comment on their eyes before I did my part of the interview with them, because we have, have something multiple to say, people. but keep going. Um, and so I, like, I was like, like, I was like, you just can't, like, control yourself around pretty women. I'm sure this person's just attractive. And I went out, and that person had eyes like a white walker. Like, it was just, like, it was, like, an unnatural blue. And all I could think about is what that other person said about their eyes. They were, like, <laughs> they were like it's, it's difficult to look at her. <laughs> and I could not make eye contact. I had, to look, okay. I had to look away. I and love, I felt so rude. I, love I hired her, and then that. we became friends, and I did tell her that story. That's um, funny. But, like, even in the interview... She said, I know people says it, People say it looks like I'm staring into their souls. I promise you I'm not. I'm like, I can't believe you had to reassure okay, me. I'm freaking out right now <laughs> that you're telling this exact story because I was going to tell the story mm-hmm. about Prince. But <laughs> 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 I did not because I was like, oh, I tell this all the time, so who cares? But maybe I haven't told you this story before. Maybe yeah. But when, uh, okay, so uh, in, uh, what is it, 1996? Uh-huh. Uh, oh, love the colors of the of follies. course, yeah, love them. They look beautiful. Oh my goodness, and that brown and white poncho, I'm in love. Well, she was the one that was drunk and hung over. That's yeah. why she's wearing that. Love her. Uh, everybody else was dull. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. Or no, no I'd the... be Fanny actually. No. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the big star? Oh, she's over here. Oh, that's what she's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, your Prince eyeball so, story. Okay, so the Prince. Uh, so Chris Rock mm-hmm. had to interview Prince in 1996 uh, at Paisley Park. Okay. He goes to Paisley Park, and he's in the little waiting room, waiting to go in to talk to Prince. And uh, this guy comes out, this big bodyguard guy, and he he says, "Hey, you're gonna go in there and uh, interview Prince, right?" <laughs> And the guy's like, or Chris Rock is like, yeah, 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 I'm going in there to interview Prince. And he's like, okay, well, I have some suggestions or a suggestion for you. And he's like, oh, yeah, anything you have to tell me, that would be great. I'm, you know, tell me. What, 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 what? Yeah. And he's like, don't look him in the eyes. <laughs> and Chris Rock is like, what are you talking about? I have to interview him. Why am I not going to look him? He's like, I'm just telling you, don't do it. I don't used to tell the hires not to look their bosses in the eyes. And- <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, whatever. And so he didn't think much of it. And then he goes in there. And the first thing he did was look him in the eyes. And he said, and I was gay for 10 minutes. <laughs> because that's how beautiful it is to look into his eyes. For mm-hmm. real. And so this is like a common thing that people knew about Prince. Like, And that's honestly why I think Prince wore sunglasses in public all the time, even if it was dark. Because I was like, he's probably saving people from passing out from his beautiful eyes. Because I've seen them. Yeah. I've actually looked into, and it was creepy. It was like that thing where it's like, he's looking at parts of me that I don't feel comfortable with him doing Yeah. That. Like, that's how intense they were. It's true. So, like, when you told that story, that's exactly the same story. Yeah, well, also, that person, like, they would be on register and customers would come up and some t- and some of them would make comments on her eyes, oh. but then like she'd be like, "I'm so embarrassed," <laughs> because like it would be like ten minute conversations, and I'd be like, "Oh, because after the first after the first moment where like I was like, "Ha ha ha ha," and then I was like, "Oh my word, what?" <laughs> and then I felt uncomfortable because all I could think about was what the previous person said, and now what I'm experiencing, and I was overthinking everything. Um, but after that first moment, I think I was totally fine. Um, but like yeah no I watch I just would watch like person after person just be That's like hysterical. oh my god um, <clears throat> I yeah, actually it was really funny when I worked at Starbucks I had a customer that was <laughs> he was a friend of mine from high school but I didn't really know him that well in high school and then he started coming into Starbucks all the time as a regular for mostly for his mm-hmm. mom. Because his mom was one of her regulars. She always got a tall mocha with two pumps. <laughs> and uh, she, he would come in and get her beverages all the time. And his name was Zach. Mm-hmm. And this guy has the most incredible blue eyes. And every time he would come up, I would literally not know how to talk to him. Like, yeah. he's just ordering his beverages. And I always knew the beverages. So I didn't really have, except for his beverage. Yeah. I knew what his mom got. But he would always, you know, he changed his up because he's whatever. And he would, like, you know, get, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Zach. <laughs> anyway, so I really wanted to ask him out. Mm-hmm. But you know me, I'm not going to ever do that. Like, he would have to do it to me. And he was very, like, nice to me, which automatically to me means, oh my God, he likes me. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that's not uh, true at all. Yeah. But um, anyway, but later on, <laughs> he became a porn star. Oh, right on. And I, and it was even funnier because like I'd randomly come across him looking at porn on the internet. That, all right. Those and I'm like, stories. oh my God, it's Zach. <laughs> and I can't tell you how mad I am that I didn't say anything to this guy because, dude. <laughs> I would have had so much sex with that man. He had a fantastic... And he was very short. But he had a fantastic penis. I mean, he still does. 
But um, his well, what is his know, name? Maybe it was oh, he has a great off. he has a great name. His porn name is was it Zachariah Pornstein? No, 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 it's not his real name at all. Which is funny that I know it's Pornstein is his real last Pornstein. name. Uh, <laughs> I think it's wild when people find other people in porn like those stories because there's like so much porn. Oh, there's so much. How and, and like, that's how the thing. You... Like and now that I know his his porn name, I do sometimes look him up because I kind of wonder well, like, why well, what, is, what does he do? I now? think that's isn't that the. And any the time concept a cor- of Zach and Mary make a porno, like, <laughs> like you, you're not looking for porn for like what Roseanne Barr, like in a porno. But if you, if somebody told you that there was a video of Roseanne Barr having sex with like President Trump, you would watch that. You know, you would just see what that is. I think you picked the wrong two. People. I I did because <laughs> I would not watch that. <laughs> I really wouldn't. I would never put that in my search bar. You wouldn't. I wouldn't look to see what it was like. No, Even if there not. was like a weird ice cream part. Nope. No. I, in fact, I was reluctant to look up the Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson one. I mean, also, I don't really care for straight porn. I remember seeing but that as a kid. I watched it mostly because everybody talked about how big Tommy Lee's penis was. And I was like, well, and my take Garcia, Prince's first wife, actually ended up dating him for a while. So I was like, what's this penis like? And I looked it up and I was like, Pfft. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but yeah, no, but that's a very good point. Like uh, the Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee, the people were blowing that up. And um, who was the other person? Paris Hilton was another. Well, yeah, person I never looked tape herself, got, like, but I, did I, I didn't either. One of those Kardashians, I think, did that too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah. a bunch of sex yeah. Tape people things. when people get their sex tapes leaked, but see, people are like watching it's it to watch it. Everybody's got a sex. I mean, you well, can look now. me up on the internet. I'm sure there's tons of things on the internet with me. I'm serious. <laughs> I think there probably is. Do you think they're using a Johnny C. Stib? I have no idea what they're using, but you would definitely know it was me, I'm sure. I know somebody, at least one person has filmed the sex between us. But and posting I'm it, sure posting it's it on is the like a different. Somewhere. All right, well. He definitely would be the kind of guy that would post it oh, somewhere. Gross. I mean, what? I really don't give a shit. Well, right. I really don't. <laughs> no, why? I mean, <laughs> my dick is all over the internet. Who cares? Come at me with it. Who cares? I just post another one. <laughs> well, here's one current. <laughs> Do a side by side the ten year challenge. <laughs> the ten year challenge. Oh, I should have done that. Oh man. Oh, I definitely have them. <laughs> Every time I go through my pictures to find like specific photographs that I'm looking for, I'm like, I take so many pictures of my dick. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's Not kind of embarrassing. Dick, you was. Yeah, exactly. You're welcome. I love this song, by the way. What's the song? Uh, you are a woman, I am man, or whatever it's called. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> Which I've told you I wanted to do this. This is another reason I would want to do Funny Guy. Because I want to do this song so bad. What, you are woman, I and am man? I would be the woman. I'd be Barbara. Oh, I thought it'd be I you do singing to Fanny. No, no. I want to be the Fanny. No, like on the sidelines in her wheelchair. <laughs> That's a, I just love her asides in this song. Like, uh, isn't this the height of nonchalant finishing a bit in restaurants? <laughs> I was like, it's so fantastic. That, that's actually a really good line. 
like I have I been love singing how, that line like, since we decided to do this. <laughs> I love that like, she's like, "Oh, we're eating here with this bed." What is the bed? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, uh, but I do dislike how red the room is. Yeah, it's because very it doesn't obnoxious. it doesn't read sensuality well, for me. Does... It reads danger. Oh, for sure. Like, well, I'm and like, this Don't this do room it. does look time period. Like nineteen ten. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Even so, still too red. Her dress does not look from that's <laughs> that is from I don't even know mm. where that dress is from. You're better at fashion than I am. It's almost like uh oh crap. Who who wrote Emma? Jane Austen. Jane Austen. It's almost Jane Austen slash sixties. But it's definitely not nineteen tens. <laughs> <laughs> Because it has oh. that, M, uh, what is it, Empire Waste line? Is that what this is called? Imperial? Oh, oh, that is not me. Something like that. I yeah. have thrown out a few terms that somebody else taught me like two years ago. Uh, I mean, I don't know them all either. I'm not a fashion no, designer. No, you're, you're a savant. You've got heels. I do. <laughs> I don't I have do. heels. I mean, I would love to design clothes. I think that'd be uh, fantastic. Gross. But I don't, you know. Oh, look, he, there they start saying. There's that weird frozen part. No, no, that was legit. Was it? Yeah, she was just frozen with fear. Because he started singing. And he's not very good. No. Yeah, this is the only time anybody else, other than like the beginning with her mother. Ooh, I love that lamp. Um, yeah, I love that. Like, sings with her. And it's just kind of like, just let her do it. And this is the thing, like, a lot of men turn this role down because they didn't, they didn't want to sing. And it was like, yeah, but maybe they should have told they him that he only have to sing They heavily considered, um, what's his name? Frank, Frank Sinatra. Sinatra. Barbara said no. That's right. That's right. And mostly because well, she said he was a fine singer, but she did not want it because of his. I thought who they had a was. personal. Yeah, they had like a personal. She thing. did not like him as a person. Yeah. She's like, no, 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 no. Who was he as a person? He, God. Frank Sinatra was an awful man. I just know his music. Oh, that terrible that, man. That voice of honey. Uh, no, I honestly don't and, uh, like him very much as a singer. I think he's pretty stupid. Oh, I really like him. He's he's redundant. And okay, that's fair. Yeah, but like, and the fact that Michael Bublé has made music? a whole career on the fact that he's copying a career of somebody that I could care less about is like, uh, mm, mm, this is dumb. I don't really listen to Michael Bublé, <laughs> but dumb? I didn't know. Well, that sounds just so like. stupid. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, I'm sure he's a talented... Anytime anybody does that crooner voice, I'm like, you're mm-hmm. just... You're doing this for the sake of doing it. You're not singing. It's so boring to me. All right, but... I could do well, it. Well, anybody now, anybody but previously, that was, like, the style. I mean, I get that, but especially nowadays, like, please don't do that. Because <laughs> if you can sing, sing. Because I can do... Literally, I can do those songs. And I'm not a very good singer. I could do them. Seriously. Strangers in the night. Stop it. Exchanging glances. Wandering in the night. (laughs) What were the chances we be? (laughs) Yeah, I'm really great. (laughs) (coughs) I'm also drunk. (laughs) Me, 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 me. I love her little, that one right there was really good when he asked if uh, she wanted pate. She's like, oh, yes, I drink it all day. (laughs) And then she's like, she, in her head, she's like, uh, what does she say? She says, just so. What is oh crap? What does she say? Oh, I can't remember. She basically describes what a ch- oh oh a chop a little cracker with chop lip something like that, and she's, <laughs> and she's like ah, 
a little chopped liver. <laughs> <laughs> like she gets what pate is now. She's like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's so... I get this feeling down to my toes. <laughs> this guy. A fire here. Oh, try that once. A little higher, dear. <laughs> I like that part, too. So now, but now we should probably talk instead of follow this guy. <laughs> oh, shut up. It's fantastic. <laughs> Everybody wants to hear my renditions <laughs> of all these songs. She's got pretty big boobs. <laughs> John's been drinking. Yeah, I have. I mean, he still likes boobs when he's sober, though. Don't don't let the, the gay man fool no, you. No, wait a minute. I was saying she has pretty big boobs. I didn't say... No, he, he, before the movie started, he said, I can't wait to get a load of Barbara Streisand's knockers. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> no, I never said that. Oh, but we're talking about eyes. I wanted to say that I am transitioning out of my current role and into another. And because I am leaving my current place of work, I think people feel more comfortable approaching me and telling me I have pretty eyes. Oh, I'm okay. like, I'm like, leave. <laughs> Why? Because I want to work. I don't want to gab about me. Yeah, you do have a very nice eyes. They won't capture well in film. (laughs) Okay. Well, (laughs) I don't capture well in film. Actually, it's not true. You do capture very well. (laughs) But you also have to realize I take a lot of pictures to make sure I get the right one. Because I have a lazy eye because of my Bell's palsy. What? You've never brought that up. Have I never brought that up? You've definitely my bell's brought palsy? that up. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure I bring it up all the time. Yeah. Um, bell's palsy, people. That's why I have this eye. Well, <laughs> also, you all, well, you also bring up when you drink how uh, it oh, gets yeah. a little bit more it, relaxed. Yeah, yeah. Um, or when I'm tired. Yeah. My mom brings it up all the time when we're like out somewhere like going to Disney and they mm-hmm. wake up early in the morning to go to the park and she's and like, she's like Johnny, what's wrong eyes. with your eye? And I'm like, <laughs> Mom, it's my Bell's palsy. Leave me alone. Just give me some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, your eyes look totally fine right now. No change. No nothing. Oh, do they really? Mm-hmm. Well, could also Are you be, doing I your, think, your face know. crunches? Are you doing your or exercises? Or lack of stress, I meant. Uh, no, no. Oh my! My cat's making all kinds of gross noises. So if you hear that, I apologize. Yeah, was, he's <laughs> pretty violent. Down his uh, yeah. thigh there. Mm-hmm. He's so weird. Mm, during this movie, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I love all the lobster she ate. Love it. I love that she asked for more. <laughs> uh, but if you're gay, this one's on the house. <laughs> <laughs> no one in history has had three. <laughs> My mom could have, I'm and sure. She's like, start boiling the water. My mom likes lobsters. I don't like lobsters. Also, uh, there's not like, it's not like a lot of meat. No, not really. So I don't understand why that's a weird thing to not have had three. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's Maybe it's because they're so expensive. Oh, that could be it. Yeah. And he's just like, well, a lot there, of meat they're probably, he, he's probably taking her on some fancy date where he's dragged her to, what is that place with all the lobsters? Go ahead. Maine, maybe? <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maine, Maine's one of the places, aren't they still? Baltimore. I'm pretty sure. No, that's crabs. Yeah. But oh. I think he's going to Baltimore. Oh, they are in Baltimore. Oh, no, we're talking about... That's funny that I just said Baltimore. She just said Baltimore. Trip. They're in New York, aren't they? 
No. I, I have no idea. I don't remember. Anyway. There's somewhere. Who there, knows? There's somewhere with Because she's on tour and he's kind of like hopping around gambling. Yes. Uh, but he tells her that it's business ventures. And that also, that's also a thing that happened. Like, homeboy went to London, and he said it was, like, for business. And so she dropped everything and surprised him in London. Also, it made me so uncomfortable in the movie that, like, he was like, no, 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 you do your work. I'm going to go to London. I won't forget about you. Love you. Mean it. Bye. And she, and that's when she has her song when she's at the, what is it, the airport? And train she's, station. Has train she station. done that already? No, she has not done that yet. I was about to say, this is a long movie. Yes. <laughs> And so I apologize she, in advance, guys. This is a very long movie. So she um she drops everything and she's like, Don't rain on my parade and she goes and she meets him in London and like she just shows up, he has no idea that she's coming. And I was like, Oh my word like that gave me so much anxiety. I was like, She's gonna catch him cheating But she also did that in real life. And he just continued to con and gamble and she did like uh, jobs, like, odd jobs, like, out there. She is very... Maybe this is where I get it from. What? I'm a lot like her, though. Yes, I know, John. I said like, that. <laughs> I mean, because I feel like I would do this for the sake of somebody that I probably shouldn't do this kind of thing for. I've done this a lot. <laughs> you just... Like, up, a lot. Up and left to London? I mean, not that drastic, but, like... Like... <laughs> South Tampa? Yeah. North, from North I'll get Tampa. in the car. <laughs> I'll drive to Seminole Heights or something. <laughs> Just for some dick. <laughs> when they didn't want to give me the dick. <laughs> and, or they were, and they were like, oh, um, have a seat. Oh, well, Not I have somebody mouth. coming over in about ten minutes. Could you please leave? <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's a business deal, I promise. Oh, so you're, you're with somebody else. Mm. Honestly, that's happened a lot too. Yeah, I've oh, had that that's a, a bummer, and that's what I was afraid of while watching this feature. Yeah, this 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 is beautiful photography right here. Yes, it is. I didn't trust him one bit, and it's probably that suspicious looking mustache. It is that damn mustache. Get rid of the fucking mustache. He looks like a villain. He does. I mean, he is kind of the villain of the piece. Well, he's also look at how the villain this... the villain IRL. Look at look at how good this looks though. It's very good. HD. HD. Is that an ant on her shoulder? <laughs> uh, it might be. It's something. It's definitely a bug. Or it's not. It might not be moving. It might just be like a, like something she got from the dock, like a piece of wood, like a little fleck or a piece mm, of like something that came off the bug. I think it's a bug. It might be a bug. It's a bug. Mm-hmm. You know. It's definitely a bug. Look at that well, she hair. powered through it. Look at that light. Look at that Her, sun. Ugh. I love every hive it's she so has. Pretty. She's so beautiful. Yes. I'll agree. Him on the other we hand. We don't say that enough. No, he's not. And that sun's doing stash. nothing for his face. <laughs> <laughs> like, she looks illuminatingly gorgeous. And then you got him on the other side. And you're like, ooh. Now, here we go. <laughs> We're about to do the big, the big number. Yeah. This actually might be there. I think there is an intermission. Which, by the way, I was going to say... For the folks out there, if you want to, I'll tell you when there's an intermission, and you can pause and come back to us later, because this is a long episode. Long. So, a long episode. So, you might want to take a little break and have some coffee. hats with feathers. I'm loving I it. I just, oh, I mean, hats I do love so big. Like, that of outfit course they that Fanny's them in wearing the right now, I fucking love this outfit. Now, it's kind of interesting that she has such a bright orange outfit on right now, because later you're going to see some fantastic 
uh, camera work here. Also, another thing that I thought was, which made me like, oh no, don't go, is that he sent her yellow roses, and yellow is the color of friendship. Oh, is it really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I'm pretty sure. Okay, well. Oh, God. Well, then don't go. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's too late. She has we already two know. dozen yellow roses. She gets married to this man, so. Another five-cent tipper. <laughs> Should have hit twenty. So, there was a, okay. Well, oh, gosh, we oh gosh, there's there's a lot of things we haven't talked about, uh, which we probably should. But I do want to talk about. I I've got to talk about this particular moment in the cinema, in Say the it. cinematic moment here. Say it out loud. Uh, out loud. There is some fantastic camera work here where. They're going to use some helicopters mm-hmm. for some shots. And okay. these shots are astronomical for the time. Like, these are not shots that you would see in any other film at the time. Man, droids have really reduced the cost uh, of that's filming. Exactly, that's funny because uh, somebody had mentioned, like, you know, the droid shot. And I was like, yeah, but they didn't have that back then. It's not <laughs> yeah. a droid shot. It's an actual helicopter. Droids are, like, That had to pick this up. And not only that, years. but they had to... Uh, like, because there's a, especially the tugboat image, mm-hmm. which is very famous, and it was used a lot in the pr- promotion, because they were like, yeah, we, yeah, we really we got this shit. Worth. We're yeah. gonna make sure you guys know about it. Yeah. So, um, uh, anyway, so this helicopter shot, um, basically had to be synced up perfectly so that she could sing her part or whatever and be on the right moment for you know what I mean like yeah it had to be done very precise kind of like the sound of music do you remember the opening With shot the where she's on the hill on the helicopter and, and she's spinning she kept around getting like thrown off because of the oh backlash. yeah and, <laughs> like they had to do that many many times to make sure they got the exact right moment of her mm-hmm. spinning around and coming you know face to face with the camera and the hills same with this like they had to make sure it was right uh, so they did that many times, and then there's also a train shot where she's on the train, and it starts with a, a close-up of her. Well, pretty good close-up, not terribly close, but yeah. as close as you could get. And, um, <laughs> and then it backs off and shows her on the train and everything. So it's, in fact, maybe the train shot's first. Maybe, but you gotta oh, love it. I love that corduroy dress. I, I just this is one of my favorite things though. Is like this is this is this is musical shit where like all these people are telling her all this kind of shit and she's it's building up and building up and then she goes don't tell me not to live just sit and puddle life's candy and the sun's a ball of butter like she's doing it right now yes I just love that she stops everybody from talking at her by saying don't tell me not to <laughs> yeah it's so good. Man, I was really not expecting this song at this part. Well, yeah. I, I was going to tell you that earlier, that this song originally, I believe, was at the end of the musical on the oh, stage. Oh, okay. It was not in the middle. Uh, but look at that dress. Look at the bottom of that dress. That's the kind of dress I'd wear. I'd wear that to work. I like her beehive hat to, that covers her beehive hair and her... Um, her, what are the, well, her they also had warmers. to have her in something like that to cover her ear, because she'd have to have a um, an earpiece um, ear for when they were doing the helicopter shots. Probably on the other side. Yeah. On her 
The right, side we right have here, yet right to here. see. Yeah. So this is the big train shot. Uh-huh. And I didn't realize this, but it's it's coming into a close-up. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? That's nice. And like I said, this is this is not this is complicated. This is helicopters. Yeah. And if she wasn't singing, it'd be a lot easier for them to just reverse the yeah. shot. Yeah. Yeah. Start in and come out. Oh, there's her finger wave. There's her the, beautiful long there's fingers. She does have long fingers. You kind of well, there's there's them. a there's a few times where it, they look impossibly long. And I think it's because she has nude colored nails yes. as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a lot. It's also that's another thing that's not period. <laughs> In 1910, she would not have these long, luxurious nails like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, when I was watching the film, I did not realize that it was supposed to be 1910. Or whenever, because it's not like fully, yeah, it's not fully accurate. It's just like an idea of Fanny Bryce. Like, yeah. Also, her job, because she... She Look at this. was Look at getting this. paid like. Here's the money shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was getting paid like um like a hundred bucks a week, or yeah, and or no, her mother negotiated it to like one fifty when hmm. she was a Zigfield girl. Oh wow! And she was doing like easily like she left the Zigfields and like did like her her thing, mm-hmm. and she was easily making like a thousand dollars a week. Oh wow! Yeah. Jeez, that's a lot. Yeah, and then so um, there was a telegraph where uh, Mr. Ziegfeld <laughs> reached out to her and was like, and asked her if she would like to come back to the Ziegfeld Follies at a rate of three hundred dollars a week, and she replied, <laughs> "Oh, I'm not gonna get the wording entirely correct, but it was Fanny Bryce found dead in a hotel room. Nothing." Um, no clue. Oh, there is an intermission. Uh, oh, look at that. No clue um, as to why, except for the telegraph, she was clutched clutched in her dead hand, signed by so and so Zigfield. And I thought that that was Florence. very funny. Florence Zigfield. Florence. Yeah. Florence. yeah. No clue except for this, the telegraph. We could probably fast forward through this, right? Whoa, how long is that intermission and why? They're always long. Oh, there we go. But, like, why did they, like, we could just pause. Do you want to pause? No, I mean, as far as the, like, the movie viewer. Well, I think, I, no, I think they're doing it to, as a, uh, what do you call a it? A nod? No, 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 like a, um, shit. What am I saying For, to like, you? For, like, the cinemas? For the cinema. If we were having a watch party? cinema. To recreate... And it's not the words that I said? What am I saying? <laughs> hold on. Hold on. <laughs> because if you were going to present this as as intact as it was in its yes. theatrical release, mm-hmm. there would have been the overture, the first half, the intermission, the second half, and the exit music. So I'm saying they, they do that for film preservation. Well, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, we don't have to watch it. We didn't. We just fast-forwarded. Of course we didn't. It's a boy thing. Unless it was Thoroughly Modern Millie, because there are songs and I can sing along. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what did I do? This guy, yup. (laughs) 
Not one bit of me is surprised. No, not at all. Why would you? Why <sighs> would I? So anyway, so now uh, he's gambling on a boat. Gosh, she, look at her hair! And she's <laughs> and she's met him there because she missed him. She basically yeah the, got flown on the, the or yeah. she, the tugboat. I don't know wheeled up next to the boat and was like, "Hey, I'll drop this lady off here." And and then they were like, "Okay," because <laughs> yeah. all that makes perfect sense. Yeah, and she made it, and she's gonna ask him to marry her. Well, she's gonna ask him to ask her to marry him. Yeah, because she wants to be a Sadie. Mm-hmm. Which a Sadie is a married lady. Yep. And Sadie, Sadie, married lady, that's me. And uh, when we were kids, (laughs) my mom loved that song. And when we got a dog in Georgia, this dog uh, followed my sister home from school one day. Mm -hmm. And she was the most beautiful dog we've ever had. So gorgeous. And we named her Sadie. Mm-hmm. And she was Sadie, Sadie, married lady. And when my mom had her uh, fixed, so <gasps> she couldn't reproduce. Oh, no. She, actually, she took her womanhood? This is even worse. You're going to hate this. She basically had a doggy abortion because she was pregnant at the time. We didn't know that. Oh. So they did it anyway. They were like, well, they paid for a fixing. Yeah. Ooh. I was kind of, uh, we were all kind of like, oh, my God, like. We would have just had the puppies. We would have just had the puppies first and then got her fixed. Uh, And honestly, because of that, that dog always had like this weird sadness all the time. I'm going to cry. (laughs) It was kind of sad, yeah. But she was a beautiful dog. Beautiful dog. She was so gorgeous. And we loved her a lot. Wow. We won't get into all that, though, because I'll just start crying. But anyway, so we, she was No, 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 no. <laughs> Wait, I didn't know crying was on the table. <laughs> oh, yeah, crying was on the table. Let's talk about it. No. Uh, no. <laughs> I just told you we're not doing that. Yeah. It's way too sad, and you do not oh. want to hear that story on our podcast. <laughs> I'll tell you off air someday. Okay. Uh, but the end of her life was not so great. Oh, okay. Boom. Get back into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, excuse me. You are disgusting. I can't believe you just did that yeah. on this podcast. What is she drinking? A mint julep? <laughs> Why is your obsession with mint juleps? Because clearly, it's green. Clearly, it's a, a grasshopper on the rocks. He basically asked if she'd want to get married. Uh, yes, he did. She wants to get married. She spent her drink for that shit. Well, she also... You know, brought it up. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we knew it was her desire. Basically, though, she is... It's kind of fucked up. Cause, and this is the... You know what? Honestly, at the moment that they met back at the, the old club that she worked at, mm-hmm. she basically should have been like, red flags! Because the way that he... He's like, oh, well, I got to go for business. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I don't like to be tied down to anything. Well, he kept bringing that up too. And but I'll call you. And right there, you should have been like, "Yeah, no." Well, she she but was skeptical. Time, like, I will say you could throw red flags right in front of my fucking face, and I'm not going to pay attention. To I oh this this is I love I, this so much. I John, while I was watching this scene, I was like, "That's John." 
That is 100% it's John. so good. Yeah. You're like, I, I, it's like I was trying Explain to play. the scene to people because it's <laughs> so fucking good. So, in order <laughs> it's to. It's so funny. Um, as, as we just discussed, uh, oh, yeah, Barbara, he, he, Fanny wants to marry Nick. And Nick uh, then kind of, kind of yeah. proposes a little bit. But he's uh, like, I have to win this game of. Poker. Yeah, he needs he needs the money. Yeah, he needs the money because he's a little bit in the hell. And so um, she was like, "Oh, can I come with you?" And he was like, "I don't know. Can you keep a straight face?" And she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna do it." And he was like, "I don't know," but he brings her anyway because you know <laughs> they're in love. And so we cut to a circle of men in tuxedos and uh, smoking cigars, sipping on cognac, and a chair. Uh, placed just outside the table <laughs> with Fanny Bryce in it. And she is peeking over everyone's shoulders with like the chewing most... Chewing on a, a, a handkerchief. Yeah, with the biggest look of worry on her face, telling all over. And she's just moving, moving, worried, biting, and it is John. <laughs> Oh yeah, it is absolutely but I love, John. Love, love, and love, then love, love, whenever love. Nick looks back to her, looks over at her, she she completely freezes. freezes and just stares blankly. Mm-hmm. And then she <laughs> she basically does that for everybody else at the table when they're actually getting into the betting part. Mm-hmm. She just stops and stares. Yeah, she and she like looks really excited or looks excited. really worried. Like yeah, and it and it is it is John. When John is worried, he he'll he'll bite on whatever you give oh, him. Oh God, yeah. Uh, that's me. 100%. I don't know if I could be as still as her in that. No. <laughs> I no. Mean, she pulled that off really no. well. And if, and and if it's it were... hysterical. Like, if you're watching that scene, that is hysterical <laughs> to watch her just freeze completely and stare. Yes. It is beautiful. And She's if, so good. If this were a moment where, like, John and I were in the hole with the podcast and we needed to make some money and I wanted to gamble and John wanted to be in the room... <laughs> Because, you know, I, he, he wants to be a part of it. I would have to escort him out. Yeah, I would have to be taken away. <laughs> I would have to be like, go. Get out of here. Yeah. With your eyes and your, your napkins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so uh, so she she leaves. She goes. She falls asleep. She's anxiously waiting. Uh, Nick thinks it's funny to toy with her emotions. And... Um, <laughs> and not tell her right away. And he's like, yeah, oh, I did this, I did that, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then yeah. eventually he calls her Sadie. Calls her Sadie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's terribly late, Sadie. You should yeah. have been in bed ages ago. And she starts freaking out. And she's like, oh, wait a minute. What did you, what did you just call me? Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. And I think that that's like a little cute. But like he toys with her emotions too much for me to think that this part is cute. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because I think that we go through the film. Maybe it's the mustache. Maybe I just don't trust him at I mean, I don't either. So, when, well, but it's like, easy. I think it's easy he... to come at this from that point of view when you're watching it. This right, way. and John, it's people not so mess with you same. so often. And in fact, in fact, because you're in emotional, life, like Barbara Streisand. <laughs> in real life, mm-hmm. like I said before, Nicky Arnstein was not an attractive man. So the attraction he also wasn't to a good him. Man. The attraction With to all him the that had, like people didn't get it. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like we, you never know how, what you're going to be attracted to, who you're going to be attracted to, and what kind of attraction, what what the attraction is going to do mm-hmm. to you as a person. And that's what that's what happened. Oh, seasonal brides! I can't believe I forgot to talk about this. The brides of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, when 
he finally divorced his wife mm -hmm. they needed to get married like right away because fanny bryce was already pregnant oh! and so she was a pregnant bride scandalous and she was like starting to show like in her performances and such they were like doing stuff to like hide it yeah saucy stuff That's also barbara streisand and Jane um Austen dresses and maybe. what's his name omar sharif mm -hmm. oh they had an affair while they were filming this mm -hmm. yeah and uh, that's what made uh, Elliot Gould leave her. Oh, oh spaghetti! Elliot Gould is uh, the the father of her son, Jason Gould, Ooh, who is that's a good name. Hot. Oh, as fuck. <laughs> and he is gay. <gasps> Fun. And he is a fucking talented singer. He's actually in um, her film. Shit, what is it called? Prince of Tides. Which is neither about princes nor tides. Discuss. <laughs> Discuss. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's in. He's in the Prince of Tides, and he. Um, he's hot. <laughs> he actually just recently released his first album, which is weird that he waited so long. But I think. I think it's difficult to be the son of Barbara Streisand and to well, venture into that. What about that. the son of Cher and the son of Madonna? Which which son of well Cher no longer oh yeah she does have a son now I've I got it mixed up it went the opposite way does she have more than one child I thought she, I thought Cher had a son I remember seeing a picture of her performing and him playing like the guitar like on stage but she was like in one of those little oh, strappy doodads you're right mm -hmm. a Bob Mackie yeah she was in a Bob Mackie that's the designer. Oh, okay. The Thank you. Straps. See, that she I don't know why flung you over her even suggested that you knew less about fashion than I did. <laughs> oh, I know Bob Mackie. <laughs> <laughs> now they have uh, a big ass house too, by the way. Mm -hmm, With nice nice big old hats. Love those hats. Ooh, love the. Ice. Oh, he's sitting here too. Oh, there's a little. Oh, kind of like a little bit, but like, get out of here. <laughs> That's oh hysterical. My. God, it's funny. Carry me. Finally got a guy to marry me. Yeah. Um, oh anyway, goodness. so it's this so good. This is you. Amanda, <laughs> this is me. Mm -hmm. That hair right there, that's me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I wish you could pull that hair off. Oh, what a day I had today. <laughs> All right. But our, so also, me. the Sons of Divas. Oh, they should have a reality show. Sons of Divas. Sons of Divas. Oh, that'd be good. Mm -hmm. <gasps> Ooh, Wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. But Chaz. Is that, the, is that Cher's uh, son's name? Well, yes, but not the one that you're talking about. Oh, okay. Chaz used to be Chastity. Okay. Bono. And now she is, uh, or he is Chaz Bono. Yep. Okay. Well. No, which is fine, but uh, <laughs> she had a lot of she she had some she had to uh, deal with that information, share, like on stage. <laughs> no, oh, but I mean word. in the public eye, I'm pretty sure it's it's difficult when you you're yeah I'm sure people are asking yeah. questions and they're not asking it very um yeah and Barbara I think uh, the same kind kindly. of thing where she was like oi oi my son is the one now. You know, and then, like, eventually she's like, oh, that's cool. All my fans are gay. So. Yeah. <laughs> Every single last one of them. <laughs> <laughs> is there a straight man in the audience? No. Uh, one guy's like, woo. 
my dad. My dad. Could have done, <laughs> yeah. <I> guess. <laughs> Your dad's in the audience. Yeah. My dad a, actually did. He's like obsessed with her, right? Yeah. He 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 thought Barbara Streisand was a, a hot commodity. All right. So he, I don't honey, know. Honey I don't know why you're saying that. Like she's not. Well, I mean, we obviously look think at so. that. Look at that red hot tomato. Look at that weird eye makeup there. That's oh, so strange. And the haircut. You can pull that haircut. That's off the for haircut sure. they want. That's the hair. Yeah, absolutely. That's I want yours. that hair. Oh, I want that sweater. Isn't that gorgeous hair? Mm-hmm. I bet I can knit that sweater. If can I? I can knitting. you do that hair for me? Uh, I could probably yeah, have I my mom do it for you. Can I just wear a wig? Well, I mean, that's perfectly acceptable in especially drag queen communities. Well, I mean, I just not. I just want to just wear them. Just keep your edges right, and you're good. Well, yeah, lace front. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, with that, it probably wouldn't need to necessarily be because the way that the hair lays, mm-hmm. the the seams would be uh, hidden. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. She really likes that. Oh, here, purple. here, here's that moment that I was talking about earlier. Her excitement. For she what? flings these scissors up in the air, and I'm like, dude. You could have killed someone with that. Like these big ass shears that she had in her hands. I was like, why were you even running with scissors, first of all? And then why are you flinging them around like nobody's, like your baby's not near you? Yeah, you you would have to get a wig because that's teased up. And you would have to do that on the daily. Girl, do you not think that I know this? I see this haircut more than you have. (laughs) Because I watch this film a lot. And uh... (laughs) (laughs) I wish... Look at that album. That is reaction. not from the 1910s. That is the 60s all the way. And that haircut. Give me a They haircut. don't advertise it as 1910, do they? I mean, I don't know, but it's Maybe with the off. wages. I don't know. Maybe that's about it. But it's very confusing. It's very loosely based on You know her. what? It's a timeless film. <laughs> <laughs> it could happen any day. It could yeah. be right now. Also, Babs changes, right? Oh, absolutely, like a bunch. But yeah. homeboy here, he looks exactly has the same, same mustache, same haircut, same suit. Yeah, I think he's, he's wearing, exactly he is wearing same. the exact same outfit in the whole movie. <laughs> no, he doesn't have a ruffled shirt. Yeah, he wore a ruffled shirt once. Now he's like what? Got a little skinny audience. green tie. That's about it. Yeah, that's ugly. Look, he's sweaty, too. He's sweaty. Yeah, that Which little, is weird for him. That tea kettle Never mind. That was 60s. probably insensitive. Ooh, that was a rough tilt. Oh, to show the house? The camera. Oh, he just yeah, lost the camera. Yeah, from the, the cameraman, house, it was like, blop, blop, blop. Which, which is, is, in real life, Fanny just paid for everything. Yeah. I, we mentioned that already. We mentioned that like, already, yeah. She, but yeah, but then he goes to jail for something that, embezzling like... Embezzling or something. Yeah, it was like a retail or whatever. I don't um, know, something. Whatever it was. It wasn't good. He probably did about half of what it was, but he, was, he wasn't he was the front man, but he was accused of being the front man. And so she just kind of, like, Well, and in the movie... Him. And I think he left her, he cheated on her, and then went to in someone life? else. Yes. Okay, yeah. And he went off to somebody else after all of that. They didn't put the cheating in this. No, no, In no, fact, no. they, they didn't put just... the cheating in any of this. No, they were just in love. He was, yeah. a, he was a good well, guy. Well, and like I said, they didn't even show the marriages that they we were in. don't trust. Well, yeah. Well, because they, they kind of like really combined the... Her relationship with him in the beginning where she was just kind of like, I'm not pretty enough to have like a handsome fellow. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of like... I'll just marry you to, like, what was his name? Billy? Um, like, yeah, the I gay guy? Uh, her first husband, IRL. 
Oh, oh, oh. I thought you meant in the movie. I was like, the gay guy? Because <laughs> you know that uh, man was a gay man. No, but she, <laughs> she, is, she was just like... <laughs> <laughs> he is like the character in Burlesque. Uh, what's his name, please? Stanley Tucci. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, oh, that's Stanley Tucci in Burlesque. Burlesque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The gay best friend. Mm-hmm. Seriously. There's always one of them, at least. Yeah. And you know Barbara had to have at least 12. Oh, yes. Her whole team of uh, stylists. I mean, good God. I you can't look that gorgeous without all the gays. <clears throat> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. In fact, I always think about that when, like, these celebrities show up at, like, these red carpet events and they look hideous as fuck. I'm like, where are your gay men? And if you have gay men that told you that that looked good, get rid of them immediately. And those are just yes men, and I've never known a... That's... All right. That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's some yes gays. Yes, there are. (laughs) I'm not one. If you don't look good, I'm not going to say that. No. But I think that's, like, the appeal of gay men, right? Or Um, of, like, the, the stereotype, sassy gay best friend. Yeah. Is the, the truth telling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The honesty. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is... That's, Which yeah. you could just get that into an assassin friend. You don't. They don't necessarily have to. They be don't gay. have to be gay. Yeah. But the gay men definitely took ownership. I mean, if they're not gay, they're probably. I'm gay. probably very attracted to them and pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> oh because man, how they, true that is. Yeah. Because they're making my life miserable. Oh. Oh gosh. This is a long movie. Yes, you just want to end it here. I mean, should we fast forward? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's fast forward through some of this. So there's some poker going on. Oh, Nikki's about to lose some more shit. He's going to lose more money. Oh, this is oh, funny, he's too. The miss Swan her Lake. thing. Oh, this song was written just this for, was the, for movie. the movie. Yeah. And I believe, no, not this one. The, the song that was actually written for the film that was nominated was Funny Girl, which I had no idea that that was not part of the original show. Uh, which is dumb because I have the original broadcast or Broadway album released or whatever. This is Swan Lake Mm -hmm. and it's hysterical. Well, it's like a, it's a satire of Swan Lake. Yes. Yes. And she actually did do something like that, Fanny Bryce. Wait, no, the the song The Swan was written for the movie. Yeah, but I think Funny Girl, the song Funny Girl, because that was the one that was nominated. You can't do that if it's not written for the film. I think we're talking about the same thing, but different. What are we talking about? The song that she was performing there was written for the movie. It was not in the original Broadway thing. Yes. Your song, Funny Girl, was, was also. Bro- was also. Yes. Okay. Because they had to have one that could be nominated. Swan Lake is not going to get nominated. Hey. It's cute. That's my favorite no. of the whole film. It's really good. It's really good. <laughs> but. <laughs> like, it's really. She also, does her shtick with that one. Barbara, we, we have done oh, we, several we movies about... in a row where. <clears throat> First-timers are also getting nominated for their yeah. debut roles. Yeah. Miss Babs over here. Nominated and won. Mm-hmm. She tied. <coughs> oh, yeah. Catherine Hepburn for The Lion in Winter. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I One think the, the, the only award are. this film won was her. Ooh, right? maybe. I believe so. I didn't, didn't have she that She also won the Golden Glow. Oh, you, you know what else is fun? You want to want, want to talk want to talk some numbers? Want to talk oh some, yeah, 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 talk some, some numbers. Some money, some of that that cash, that moolah, mm-hmm. that oh, 
I do know. I do know that's marijuana. That's marijuana. <laughs> uh, I, do, I know that too. Oh, uh, too. Look at me. So sticky icky. <laughs> Ooh, wee. Um, weed. Weed. <laughs> you bring it out. Why? Mom is written in the background. Oh, look at that. It's cute. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go uh, ahead. Oh, I do know that this is the top grossing film of 1968. Get out of town. I was going to say that it's written right here. What's the budget? Uh, the budget was $14 million. Wow, that's a lot. Okay. Opening weekend was sixty-five k. Wow. Wait, what? The, the gross was $52 million. Well, Good. she wasn't like a heavy hitter for opening weekend. This Probably was her first. Oh, that's yeah. true. But it did very well. Yes. And it was reviewed well. To this day, it has a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. All Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. 93%. Now, I will say that a lot of people do talk about the fact that this movie is way too long, which I kind <laughs> well, of agree. Yeah, I mean, when I'm watching it, I'm usually doing something else. I will pay attention to the songs and sing along. Mm-hmm. But for like this part right here, I'd probably not be paying attention so much. This room reminds else. me of Citizen Kane um, when oh, he's yeah. in his big mansion at the end. And the room that he kind of beats up, the room next to oh, it yeah, yeah, is yeah. what this looks like. <laughs> the room next to it. So um, I wanted to talk about, God, I was going to bring something up and I forgot. Um, Oh, Barbara. So if you ever listen to the original Broadway cast recording of this, because those are usually come out when the, the Broadway show has been successful to a certain point, they will do a recording and it'll basically be like a promotion to get people to go to the show. Yes. So it's early on in the stages of their show. So if you ever listen to the original Broadway cast recording of this, it's very different from the version that you hear in the film and there's a like it's because over the time that Barbara Streisand got to get comfortable with the character and with mm-hmm. the songs she improvised a lot more of the funny stuff like Ooh. like you know like uh in the a funny the first, girl that the, Barbara she's so good but like if you ever listen to it like you'll hear like I'm the greatest star much better in the film because like all those aside things that she does are so much funnier later because she got used to how the audience was going to react to them. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like uh, I can't think of any of them right now. Just like a true stage performer would do. Like any yeah. comedian would be working out their set. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just like that. She's like you're just gonna like you're gonna work out, out make sure that you're gonna get it right. Yeah, and so, then when it's time to so, record that Netflix promo. <laughs> exactly. And by the time they did the film, she was already so comfortable with it that it was like second nature to do the funny shit that mm-hmm. she had to do. And it was even better because it's a more intimate medium than it is on the stage. Like, yes. you're closer to the people than you would be if you were sitting in mm-hmm. a theater, or a Broadway theater. Yes. Like, you know, watching a stage. So, anyway. So, bad dealings are going to happen. We'll fast forward a little bit here. <laughs> uh, Ooh, look at that giraffe. <laughs> yeah, you got a big giraffe for the baby. For the baby, yeah. The baby ends up being the daughter that the shares. guy, the producer, married. Oh, okay, Son cute. Ray, Ray Stark or something like that. Mm-hmm. And this is basically where it gets revealed that Barbara was behind a transaction that... To fund him, to, to like give him his him, male manhood back. To give him his manhood back, and she was like, like you know, a like silent partner kind of shit. Yeah. And he gets it, and he's like, well, how dare you? So he basically yeah. does the dirty dealings behind her back to kind of like, oh, man, I can make my own fucking money, and basically gets put in prison. <laughs> oh, there's the character. That was the, this is the, uh, the baby. Oh, yeah, 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 baby Snook. Yeah, Snook. Yeah. 
Kristen Shaw, man. So this is where they're... Which is hysterical that this is when they tell her this horrible, tragic news. She's dressed as a baby. So it's very funny. <laughs> oh, um... She's in prison. And Ziegfeld's there to tell her, too. Yeah, well, I keep forgetting... I, I find it easy to forget that this is Barbara Streisand's first feature film. Right? She is so good in this. Yes, but also... They stopped filming so that she can do, like, her central park. The central park. park. I wanted to bring that up. Uh, which was massive. Yeah, but that's, like, something that's, like, oh, we gotta stop for a per Like, they're, like, one, the movie studio didn't want her originally. They wanted, like, no. oh, who was it? Shirley MacLaine. Yeah. Look at yeah. you. Look at you, John. They did. did you? Did you copy my notes? No. I just know. <laughs> I keep forgetting to tell you my fun facts about this movie. Yeah. <laughs> But that is one of them. Sherilyn McLean was the actress that they wanted to play her. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was another yeah, person that they thought about. I didn't write that person's name And I thought it was down. interesting, but I can't remember who it was. Yeah, but, they... but it was interesting. Oh, oh, I know. It was uh, Anne Bancroft. And she backed out of it uh, oh, without yeah, any yeah. kind of... Nobody knows why. Well, she was probably like, that's not for me. She's a singer, though. She was. Uh, she sang in um, the Marilyn Monroe film that she debuted in. The one that I told you was so fucking good. Don't bother to knock. Oh my god! And Anne Bancroft sings a song in that. It's been a She's while. So since good. Brought him. Uh, oh, Miss Marilyn. I was thinking Madonna. Oh well, <laughs> I brought a Madonna in uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I bring her up no matter what. Yes. I don't know why we're not hashtagging all of our podcasts, Madonna. I actually thought about that. <laughs> Do you know I couldn't hashtag or well technically tag tag. On our Podbean because there was some weird error with our tagging. Huh. So the last episode, they were I like, do all my "You, fun there's tags. no way you're talking that They're much like, about Shut Madonna." Up. We're not talking about Madonna. <laughs> so anyway, so she, what were you gonna say before I go on with this? Oh, I just thought it was very interesting that they were <laughs> love that, love it. Um, her doing her baby pose. Um, that like they didn't, the studio didn't want her originally mm-hmm. and then they took her and then she was like, BT dubs, I do need a hiatus for my performance. And they just well, had to comply because she is still a big star. Yeah. Yes. I'm not exactly, well, I don't want to, I don't want to disrupt your information, but I'm not exactly sure. That's my interpretation. Is that's that how she was that just worked powerful. out. Tell me. I think that it was a break that they had for the film in general. I don't oh, think it really? was because of her. I thought I'm they took certain. the break because of no, her. No, no, no. I don't believe so. <gasps> and she did that show. But it was kind of like one of those things where this show, and it's a very famous show. It's the Central Park show. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where it was like an impromptu thing that wasn't advertised. And oh. the, the show drew in like, I can't remember. It was an astronomical amount of people. I cannot remember exactly, but it was like thousands of people. And, but that was all, and it was, it's funny because it's kind of like in the age where Twitter wasn't a thing. So it's not like you oh, could yeah. tweet this, oh my God, Barbara Streisand is going to be in Central Park tonight on blah, 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 blah. It's like, you just had to be fucking a fan or whatever. And whatever, I don't even know, word of mouth. But like the amount of people that showed up for it was staggering. A Happening how, in the Park, is that what it was called? I believe so, yeah. I think it was filmed. Or at is least it was first recorded. live album? I think so. I'm sorry, my leg hurts. No, no, no. I know, so I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> is, the fir- <laughs> is the first live album by Barbara Streisand. A Happening in Central Park, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. What, and was 66? Uh, 67. 67, okay. 
and it was released in September of 68. Now, so now they're doing the court thing. Court thing for and what? And he's though? like, I'm guilty, so don't even worry about it. I'm going to go to jail. And she's like, and I'll pay for like, everything. Are you fucking kidding me? We got a baby. Yeah, <laughs> like you don't care about our family? He doesn't give a shit. He wants to go to jail. Yeah. He probably Be- wants, he wants, he wants to take it on his television. chin like a man. Here we're going to get Funny Girl. Mm-hmm. Which to me was always, uh, like I said, this was written for the film, which I honestly, I don't know why I didn't know that, but it took me a while to register that this was written for the film. But I love the fact that the song Funny Girl is not an upbeat song. It's actually about how sad she is. <laughs> well, yeah. And this is kind of the the, the uh, fun point of it. Even when they were telling her the news... Uh-huh. Like, they told her, hey, your husband's been arrested. He's going to go to jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a court trial that's going to come up. And Ziegfeld and everybody was there for that. And they're like, well, you don't want to go out this way because the press is there. And she's like, it's fine. I'll go out that way. And then she had to be funny. And at some point, they brought up, I can't remember what it was, that they said something to her. And she got very emotional about it. Like, basically talking about him in a weird way. Yeah. I can't remember what they said exactly, but, the, you know, they said something they, that triggered her, and she basically broke down, and then... They said something about him uh, being guilty, right? Him, him like, admitting to the guilt. Yeah, I think so. And, um, and what it meant for her. And she was like, oh, like, or that, like, he was leaving her or something, and... Is that, was that what yeah, it was? Yeah, I think yeah. it was something like that. It was like basically like, like, are you saying that I wouldn't stand by my man, basically? Yes. And, yeah. you know, because why wouldn't I? Yeah. Of course. And she does. And then he eventually pleads guilty. And mm-hmm. she's like, well, fuck. So now they're having this whole little conversation. And then she's going to sing Funny Girl. Mm-hmm. Which, like I said, is always beautiful to me that it was not a funny song. It's very serious. Yes. It would have to be. And then it'll lead into the the end of the film, mm-hmm. which let's 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 skip some of this dialogue here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this is a long scene. I never noticed yeah, this how is the long first time was. we've we've done this too. Also, yeah, we've never fast forward. Also, uh, happening in the park was released goes. in September nineteen in nineteen sixty eight, which is also when Funny Girl was released. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting that they were released in tandem. Essentially, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. But she was famous. Well, yes. Like, she was famous basically before this, but for a recording artist. Like, even People was on, like, she had an album called People, I believe it was. They were talking about third, People magazine. <laughs> third or fourth album, I think it was called People. Even People knew who she was. And, uh, which, you know, of course, I have all of her albums. Naturally. But she's crying while she's saying, like, I keep them in stitches. Like, the lyrics are so good. That's good. And she's crying through the whole thing. It's very beautiful. It is. This isn't the one where she was recording her voice live, though. No, not yet. No, that's coming up. I'm good for a laugh. Oh, God, it's so sad. I guess it's not funny. <laughs> uh, so, gosh, I can't remember. Let me... Tell me. Do you have notes? Sort of. John, did you just open up a note? I opened up some notes here. Because I have my iPad. 
Yeah. Let me see if I can, like, make sure I don't forget anything that I wanted to say. Oh, yeah. So, Barbara Streisand um, was, at the time of the film's release, a voting member of the AMPAS. Uh, when she found out that she was nominated, she nominated herself, or voted for herself. Of course. And uh, if she hadn't, she wouldn't have tied with Catherine Hepburn. Isn't that Do you funny? think Catherine Hepburn voted for herself oh, as God, well? Oh, yes. Of course she did. I also love that people keep up bringing the fact that this is Barbara Streisand's first uh, <laughs> film. And I was like, that's not a fun fact. That's not, that's not a fun fact for the internet, is it? William Wilde directed this, by the way. Oh, I wanted to that. talk about him because he did Roman Holiday. He did, yes. Which yeah. was Audrey Hepburn's first film. Mm-hmm. And he wanted her specifically for it. Yes. Because, you know. And uh, she won an Academy Award for her first film. Look at him Just go. Just like... Barbara Streisand. He also did. What one. else did he do? Wuthering Heights. Uh, and... He did Ben Hur. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, because there yeah. was a quote about that. Oh, what was it? Oh my God, what is it? Hold on, I got it somewhere. Tell it to me. I got it right here somewhere. Please, okay. I'm I'm on the edge of my seat. Oh my God. Oh, I've got it somewhere. Talk about something. Talk about it. Oh no, I'm done with my facts. I think. Oh, are you done? I oh I think I talked about this on the last episode where uh during the affair the uh the what was it the six day war in Israel was oh going yeah on. you were yeah you were gonna mention that yeah and Israel like what was what was the newspaper headline it was like they had a production no. photograph of them kissing mm-hmm. and it was and... like is like Omar and uh and she's Jewish. and Barbara yeah. yeah and he's Egyptian. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're kissing, and it was like Israel mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the country. And she, is what like did she say mad. to that? It was really funny. What did she oh, say to shit. it? It was really funny. She basically was like, because they asked her about it. Oh yeah, she said, "You think Cairo got upset? You should see the letter I got from my aunt Rose." <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. And choreographer Herbert Ross did all the musical numbers for this, which Herbert Ross. Um, also did the musical numbers for Thoroughly Modern Millie. Of course. I want to say George Roy Hill directed Thoroughly Modern Millie, though. But William Wyler did this, and he actually was not the first director. There was a different director, uh, but he was fired <laughs> or Why? left the project. I, actually, I think uh, he left. Um, was he walking shit. around Cindy, with a sign Cindy around his Lament. penis that said, do not disturb? Cindy Lament. No, no, no. He uh, he left because he <laughs> had artistic that? differences between, I think, the producer, Ray Stark, and Barbara. And he was like, nah, I'm good. And then he left, and then uh, William Wyler was brought in to do it, but he was like, I don't know, because I'm kind of deaf. <laughs> He's like, I don't know if I should direct a musical. Yeah. And, it was his um, first musical. It was his first musical. Mm-hmm. I think it was his only one, too. I think so. Well, I don't sure. know his entire body of work. I'm pretty sure it may, it it may have been his only. And uh, but he he actually enjoyed working with Barbara. But he did say there was a really funny quote from him. Uh, if I can find it, uh, can find a what? Uh, his you can quotes. find a what? Oh yeah, oh. she she found out she didn't know who he was. And when they told her, oh, he won an Academy Award for Best Director for Ben Hur, and she's like, chariots. How is he with people, like women? Is he any good with actresses? <laughs> uh, which is fantastic. He said, God dang it, where is her, where is his quote? It's really funny. Uh, he said, uh, basically, 
Ah, oh, shit. What the fuck was it? I'm... Ma'am, calm down. Me? Yeah. <gasps> I'm trying to find this quote. It's really funny. Barbara wears a lot of purple in this movie. It's like she all looks her royalty. Well, that too. She's yeah. royal. Well, the guy never changes, so. Well, of course not. He's fucking boring as hell. Hey. He people, is. We've talked about this the whole time. Some people are attracted to him, though. Yeah, well, if you shave that fucking people. mustache. Yeah. I mean, Barbara was attracted to him. Don't shame She Barbara. was. She had sex with him. Oh, that's an assumption. No, it's true. They had an affair. I told you that. Maybe they just held hands. Oh, God. Can you imagine? <laughs> with her big fingers and her Hey! <laughs> now you're really shaming her. I am not shaming Barbara Streisand. That is not the thing. Good. Uh... Did you really not find, you I really can't find that quote. Well, I wasn't going to quote it anyway, probably. No, it's really funny. Like, mm. basically, he was indicating, like, um, <laughs> he's, they were like, how was it, was it like to work with Barbara Streisand? And he's like, oh, my God, it was fantastic. Like, it was, it was fun to see her direct her first film, basically. <laughs> like, oh, that's because really funny. Because she was very, like, she'd have retakes all the time. Yes. Especially in the audio when they were pre-recording. Mm-hmm. And then again when they were filming and the outfits and everything. Like, she yeah. had perfectionism. Oh. She, like, she wanted it yes. to be as perfect as it could be. Yeah, weren't there was, people so was who fun. left? Was it this movie where there were people who who uh, who left because of the quote-unquote artistic differences but the powerhouse of Barbra Streisand during this uh, film? Well, the director, the original. I told you that. I, I meant like other people. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I thought, I thought it was a few people. Maybe it probably was. I mean, it was maybe I'm mixing that up with something else. I mean, good God, it could you be with any of You could do that, things. Bob John, just yourself. Just do it. I'd have to grow my hair out longer, though. That'll take you a week. <laughs> I've seen your hair. Yeah, well, I just love up. that it, it's so. I don't even know what it is, but I love it. I fucking love it. I love it when part of it comes loose and it's hanging down on the front of her mm-hmm. face. I like that she... Um, and the sideburn thing. Yeah, curls. the sideburn, how it curls around her ear. It looks like one of those helmets where the where the little strap comes around the ear. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nice. What? How, what? I thought we already got rid of Nick. Why are we back here? Like, was he not in jail? Did he come back out of jail? And was like, we know. can't be together? Maybe he's about to go back to jail? So here we go. This is the end. Here's her big number. This is the number that kills me. this is what we're waiting for. And this is what I posted on our Facebook page. So if if you don't follow it, go follow it and and, uh, look for this. Oh, my man, I love him so. And she did the... um, The first half. She did the first half of this, the first verse, live Mm -hmm. for the film. And you can tell it's gorgeously done. And she, uh, the director, William Weil, also had... uh, Omar Sharif off to this uh, side so every time in between takes they could have a conversation because they were basically breaking up at this point because the film was over. Yeah. And they, they were not going to continue their affair. So he knew that that would bring out a performance out of her and it did. Oh, Because she was upset. Yeah. Oh man, that was there was a continuity problem there. She had tears rolling down her face before they cut to this. Well, she yeah, just took me out, out of the out. film. She'll fill them out. Just took me out. Well, I'm sorry that the high definition gave you that. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I never noticed that until you said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was good, too. Well, there, there it is. Yeah. She gives you more. Well, she More did. and more and more. <sighs> yeah, she's yeah. good. She's fucking good. She is really good. This right here. Also, Academy she Award. has the thinnest tear streams. 
And they're gorgeous. Yeah. Even the, her tears are gorgeous. It looks like this they were drawn is on. Impeccable. They were. Drawn by <laughs> God. <laughs> oh. I fucking love this so much. And I love that the camera moves over mm-hmm. so that she is literally all alone with not it's black background. Mm-hmm. She has a black dress on. And it's, it's just her. Yeah. Oh, this is nice. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting because on one hand, if you're listening to the lyrics of this, Mm -hmm. it's... Tell me. It's troubling Mm -hmm. (laughs) because the lyrics are basically like, well, I don't care if my man leaves him. I'm going to... It's so gorgeous. This is is gorgeous. Yeah. And there's her big old hands. Mm -hmm. Those great hands. Beautiful hands. Mm -hmm. Strong. Actually, I think they look good here. I think it's during I'm the Greatest Star that they look quite alien almost. They're very like, Woo. It's, it's the flesh tone nails. I think so. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but uh, what was I saying? Uh, Can't remember. Nah, who knows? Something impeccably interesting that you just were on the seat of your britches. I am on the seat of my britches. <laughs> Did you just laugh like me? <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, we're we're becoming like? each other. Uh, <laughs> that's very me. <laughs> oh man. You snort though. Oh well. Well, I, I would blow burgers pass. everywhere. Oh, that's gross. Uh, yeah. for, restored in 4K by Color Word. These are the restoration credits, so we actually can end this basically. So, um,. Anyway, gorgeous film, mm-hmm. gorgeous everything, gorgeous. It's hello, all, gorgeous. It's all. I guess hello. It's all. It's all gorgeous. Good. So, what do you? What are final thoughts? Um, I dug it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, that's my final thoughts. I fucking oh, love of it. Of course. What would you recommend? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna recommend. It? It's not gonna be thoroughly modern Millie because that would be a good one. But I'm gonna recommend on teammate. Not Maine, the musical. Auntie Maine with Rosalind Russell. Brilliant film. Gorgeous Technicolor. Amazing film. Definitely. 100%. I had my recommend right before you spoke, and I just lost it. Because you were so infatuated with my gorgeous I choice. am so mad at myself. Man, I need to start writing them down. Oh, gosh. I am hurt. And it wasn't Yentl, because I have not oh, seen that. Oh, Yentl's so good. It's not... We'll do that at some point. Yeah. I have it. Yeah. Amira has two faces? We've already watched that movie, it. but... But it's a good... It's a good follow-up. I... Oh, I also... I forgot to mention this. Hmm. There's a lot of Barbra Streisand films where she does not end up with the uh, leading man. <laughs> Good, because she is perfect on her own. Exactly. She ain't no man. Oh, that's what I was going to say about the song. Uh-huh. Uh, my man at the end of Funny Girl. I was going to mention right, that. Right, right, right. The lyrics are troubling a little bit because it's basically kind of like, well, I don't care what happens if he leaves me. I don't care because I'll still be here waiting for him when he decides to come back if he ever does. Oh. And it's kind of like, well, that's not a very smart choice, lady. Mm. Now, I get it for the context of the film and the fact that that was a big Fanny Bryce song. But yeah. I love the fact that Barbara's version of it at the end of this film, it starts off sad. And it kind of, like, you get that. But I love the fact that she pulls out of it this strong, 
ending that's like belting out these words. And to me, it was almost the opposite. Like it took me a while to register that she was singing a song that was the opposite of what it sounded like. Good. Like to me, it's almost like she's pulling herself out of this mm-hmm. sad state and bringing herself into, you know what? I'm fine just by myself. So it's a little bit weird that the lyrics are deceiving the way that they are because of the way she sings it. Well, you get a very uh, different and it's, feeling. It's, and it's because of the way she sings it. Yes, it's absolutely yeah. because of the way she sings it that you get this empowerment moment at the end of the film, but then at the same time, like I said, if you actually listen to what she's saying, she's like, wait a minute, what now? Yeah. What are you saying? Because I don't think she can wait for him. <laughs> Girl, he's in prison. And guess what? Sequel comes along. He ain't your man no more. Yeah, he don't live. You got a third husband in that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you had two kids with Nicky Oh, Boy, and that's, sure. that's another thing. Hmm. The sequel, Funny Lady, Barbara did not want to do it. It was a contractual obligation. Oh, no. And you can tell. If you ever watch that, it's dreadful. It is a dreadful movie. There's only one part that I actually enjoyed. And it was where she was singing on the, on the long cigarette of a 20s flapper. <laughs> and it was really funny. Like the eyes... Because it was a big cardboard cutout kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And the eyes kept messing up and were like doing cross eyes and doing like... It was really funny. But that's the only part of that movie that I enjoyed. The rest of it was bullshit. Oh. My leg oh. hurts so bad. Yeah. All right. So, well, yeah. Mirror has two faces. Oh, what that's is, my oh rec- is that your recommend? Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. We'll mm-hmm. stick with it. Got you know it. what? Do any Barbara movie. Pick yeah. up a Barbara movie. Pick up any Babs. Yeah. Guilt Trip is one of her more recent ones. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Do I Guilt Trip. It's good. It really is. I know. Didn't she do one with Amy Schumer recently, too? Was no, that, that was Goldie Hawn. Ah, uh, okay. You're right. But she is also old. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you're going for. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. Barbara's watch. barely aged, though. Barbara's still immaculate. Mm-hmm. And she still sings good. Her latest album, brilliant. Yeah, I think we we think we talked about that with um, Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton sounds exactly the same. She sounds exactly. She it's was just weird. On the 50th it's like a twilight like situation. Her, what is it? Membership of the Opry Opry uh, Opryland Music Hall or whatever, whatever the fuck yes, it's called. Yes, 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 yes. She yes. did the fiftieth anniversary of her membership, and good God. The woman sounds exactly Also, the same. she's on the up and up right now. She's got like several Netflix things going on, a podcast. I don't know if I sent it to you. I did not know that. Oh, I didn't send that, that to you? No, yeah, yeah. It's that. like Dolly Parton's America. No. Super good. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> now, can we just get Barbara to have a podcast? <laughs> Ooh, that would be great. Oh, God, there's so many good things. She's probably listening to this one right now. So, Barbara, oh, yeah, so yeah babs, do, do your thing. Babs, do your thing. Don't mm-hmm. li- li- stop listening to us. Turn it off. Go to your microphone and record a podcast. You'll love it. Mm-hmm. Just talk. You You'll get sing. an award for it. It's you. Yeah. I, oh, absolutely. Not that you need any more, but you'll, you know. Put it you in just, your mall. <laughs> want to see that mall. I want to I visit that yeah. mall. So yeah. Then. Babs, if you're listening. We'll, we'll pay our fares to get there. Absolutely. I'll, I'll do the work. We just need a, just an invitation. Yeah. Just send us a little permission slip. Envelope with a beautiful <laughs> embossed card with your name on it that says, you're invited. Or a text. I'll take a text. I don't care. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so that's 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 good. These people have been here for two hours and 17 minutes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so 
Well, what do you want to watch next week? Oh, shit. That's your choice. Uh, Lost Boys or Jingle All the Way. <laughs> I did think we should probably start getting into the Christmas movies. Oh, well, there's Christmas lights in the Lost Boys. Okay. No, it's your choice. I really okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs>